You're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space 10th Anniversary Special. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Spins a web in his size, catches these just like flies. Look out! Here comes Spider-Man. He's strong, hey, listen, bud He's got radioactive blood Can he swim from a thread? Take a look overhead Hey there, here comes a Spider-Man If you want to support the site and this podcast of 10 years worth of content, be sure to leave us a donation. Up at the top, you can click the button at the top of the homepage on the Spider-Man Crawl Space website, spidermancrawlspace.com. And now, here is your host of the Spider-Man Crawl Space, Brad Douglas. You know, 10 years, I've never had an intro before. Zach, thank you very much, sir. You're very welcome, sir. I I had a lot of fun doing it. I think it. Tom Petty would uh, appreciate it. You did good. I like the re- Yeah, I, I tried to tried to tried to uh keep to the spirit of Tom Petty given that that was the very first intro song of the show. No, we've uh we let's introduce who we've got on the panel. Zach was with me 10 years ago when we started this. So thank you for sticking you, around for 10 you years. Poor, you poor bastard. <laughs> well, 10 years ago I was uh just graduated high school not too long before that. I was uh starting my new life and now I'm a uh, Divorced and uh, starting my new life. So, uh, you know, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Uh, I, I've I've reproduced. Uh, so have I. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Anyway, but uh, I, I appreciate you still on the line all these years, and, and thank you so much. All right, we've got uh, George. What's going on, George? Oh, not much. Happy anniversary, sir. Happy, happy Crawl Space uh, anniversary to ten, you. Ten years. And when you when did you join the site and the podcast? Give me, you know, a year. Uh, the first time well, I, I called in a couple of times, yeah, uh, and then um, oh gosh, I it was during omit is when y'all brought me in for the first time to actually review something and be on the podcast. I was filling in for somebody else, uh-huh. and then I got brought in as like an alternate uh, in case somebody couldn't make it, and it, invariably we would have at least one person who wouldn't make it, and so I wound up on the damn thing pretty regularly. Right, and then uh, I think it was like 2010 or 2011 when I finally became so like a regular. Six- Plus years for you, on and, and off. A, yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, yeah, you had a sabbatical. Yeah, there was a sabbatical period, but then we started doing fight clubs, mm-hmm. and I came back yeah. for one of the porn reviews. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We, we know everyone's strengths on this show. Uh, <laughs> uh, porn, you go to you yeah, go to uh, you go to Texas. Your, yeah, uh, <laughs> and someone that's been with us almost every episode, Jr. What's going on, sir? I'm just here to listen to George complain about Zendaya. I guess enough, <laughs> enough of all this other crap. I want to hear George complain about Zendaya. That's, now, how do, how do you know I'm going to complain about her? We know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That's very specific. That's like you're going to complain about her. Hmm. Oh, you're, you're, you're complaining about that. Oh, That's the oh, next oh. episode. However, I bet the live callers will have a few things about oh, yeah. Zendaya. But, JR, you, you joined on episode three or four. What was it? Number three. Three in 2006, or were we in the seven by then? No, 2006. Wow. We were, yeah. uh, it was, uh, in fact, uh, I think a civil war mm-hmm. was in, um, uh, was in full swing. Uh, the comic that is. Did, and the, um, you'll get more, a little bit more, uh, background on that on the front page of the crawl space. You know, and he, oh. you wrote a very nice, uh, 
several part uh, article about the history of the podcast. We released part one. We're up to uh, two. When you know when that might come out? Um, I'm uh, hoping uh, middle of the month next month. It's going to be kind of like once a month because uh, there's a lot of research that goes into these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate you doing all that hard. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear back from guys like Peter David and, and things Ooh. like that. So. Uh, email Tom DeFalco about two in the morning. Let's get a, get a quote. <laughs> <laughs> I've got him on Facebook, so I'll just Facebook. There you go. There you go. We've moved beyond email. Gotcha. All right, we've got uh, Mike on the line. What's going on, Mike? Hello. Um, yeah, if you want me to explain a little bit about how I yeah, got roped into when you thing. when you join when you join the site stuff like that because this okay. is the anniversary of the site also. Yeah. Well, I mean. As some of you probably have noted, known me as a still a nerd on some on the crawlspace meshes forums, but I think I joined about maybe oh eight. And oh, then, you're that guy? Yeah, I'm that, that guy. guy. That guy. Um, and initially, what happened is I think it was actually it was uh, you, George, who convinced me yes. to actually write some uh, reviews for the Amazing Spider-Man for the site, which I was initially reluctant to do. By you the were. way, I was. But then I'm thinking, ah, oh, well, I'll just give it a shot. And for some unknown reason, people tended to like those really well. In because fact, they were they were very well done. They were well written and and very good. Right. And also, and I think you, Brad, you asked me to join the podcast right about um, right about when the when the Amazing Spider-Man two came out. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was, of course, had a very bad cell phone connection going on <laughs> there, where it was like sound like I had a you know in an echo chamber inside my garage. Uh, <laughs> It's okay. That just makes you more like my clone because that's how I started the show. Right. And um, since then, I've actually, um, although I'm still with the podcast, I sort of, I got, I apparently, uh, some folks over at a place called Fansighted wanted to like my stuff so much that I was writing for the crawl space. They just asked me to come over and kind of become an independent contractor for them. Um, and so I'm concurrently involved in that um, gig on on whatever spidercan.com, and also just recently um, somebody was actually uh, cited uh, one of the, the remember if I did the um, the stuff about the Sony email hacks about what their plans were for Sony's plans for for Amazing Spider-Man yeah or the, the Spider-Man franchise yep. there was a YouTube video was actually really well put together who gave a pay a special shout out I saw that those articles I saw that. I was like, like okay cool. And so, nice. and so I gave him a little thank you note. So glad to know that I'm still kind of influ- that these my 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 um, earlier pieces are still having an impact. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah. There's there's a few people who've actually impacted uh, other spider things. Jr. is one of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and Zach is one of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, sad, sadly enough. And, uh, and, hey, and, now, hey. and now McNulty is one of them. There you go. Yep. There you go. That's very cool. That's, that makes that's, us super fans, right? Is that the definition? That's over that's <laughs> in the last like 10 that. years. Yeah. Actually, it, it makes you kind of rise above that level. Uh, you go from fan to being like a, like a subject matter expert, kind of. Well, like JR is so uh, such an expert thing that even Marvel themselves referred to his material yep. for the, to, in order to explain <laughs> the uh, story, which will not be mentioned. Yep. <laughs> I just read. Uh, I, I just got past the death of Gwen Stacy, and, and during the whole the reread, I'm like, "Is she pregnant here? Is she pregnant here?" <laughs> no, wait. She, she was not pregnant. That was all a dream, JMS. <laughs> all right. Uh, and we have Ashley. Ashley, when did you join? What year? Um, it was 
2014. So You're, we're coming up on two years. Two years. Yeah, it'll be two years this December. Tell tell us your origin. When did you v- visit the site, or how how did you get the word that we wa- we wanted a, a new panelist? Well, I remember um, Jack, of course, was a big fan of the site and kept up with it. And he'd always point out various articles to me that he wanted to share. Uh huh. That's cool. And um, all of mine, right? <laughs> <laughs> if they're about black cat, then. Oh. <laughs> but um, so none of yours. So none of mine. <laughs> and then he pointed out to me the shout out on Facebook. Things like, hey, any girls who want to join the podcast, we need an extra voice on here. Yeah. And I figured, you know, hey, you know, I've been, I mean, not like the biggest Spider fan, but it's always been near and dear to me, and I love talking about it, so. And you're, you're a newer uh, reader of Spider-Man. I, if I, yes, my memory, which actually is kind of mem- funny. My memory, sirs, you, you joined with Ultimate. You're big noir and Ultimate. Ultimate and noir and Spectacular yep. Spider-Man yep. are my big She's She's gotten better yeah. since then. <laughs> tell, tell, them what you, tell them what you're reading now. Oh, you, what are you reading? Oh, uh, I got a um, huge tome from the library of a collection of the Todd McFarlane run. Oh, oh, love that stuff. So I've now been you, digging the now, classics. Now you need to, the classics. Now you need to go and, <laughs> and read the uh, the Roger Stern one. Oh yeah. Yes. Is that oh, in the yeah. library? No, this is the only Spider-Man thing they had at the library. Do you have a, kind you have of a tablet? I do. You should totally do the uh, Marvel Unlimited. You would love it. I think, I think, That's a subscription, uh, right? Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like a month, sixty bucks a year. Oh God. Yeah. Um. I actually have a coupon. Something to I think send, about. I'll send it to your email. You get two free months. I, I should be on commission. I, I will say this. <laughs> I, I will say this. As much as much grief as I give Marvel, and deservedly so, rightfully so. Uh, Marvel Unlimited is an amazing deal. Hmm. I agree. It really, really is. Uh, is it, 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 it still like nine bucks a month, Brad? Something like that, yeah. It's like nine bucks a month, or you can play one one flat fee for the year. Because um, the stuff they have on, the amount of stuff on there is mind boggling. I agree. And and um, sorry, I'm multitasking with the green room. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting ready. He's to- looking at pictures of Muppet porn. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. Oh. Aye, aye, aye. Well, escalated. That that did escalate quick. All right. What well, uh, as one one inappropriate remark. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> two two, ah, two ah, inappropriate ah, remarks. Ah, 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 on ah. this link and downloaded it and it said live callers. That's what we're going to do. But first, we've got some familiar voices that also want to say hello and congr- and con- celebrating the ten year anniversary. Let's take a listen to them. Hey there, webheads. This is Stella, and this is Stella fifty two. Congratulations. Congratulations. Man, 10 years. Now that's what I call a fat one. And he is hoping for the next 10 years to be even more spectacular for the Spider-Man crawl space. Swing on, Spidey lovers. Hey, Brad. Michael Bailey here wanting to wish you a very happy 10th anniversary on the Spider-Man crawl space podcast coming to existence Uh, I'm obviously very happy for you, and uh, I'm very happy to have been part uh, of the show. Uh, I remember back in 2007, I was going through one of my periodic uh, angry fits with DC Comics, and I got on a huge Spider-Man kick, and because it was late 2007 and podcasts were becoming more popular, I decided, hey, I'm going to check out to see if there's any Spider-Man podcasts out there. Uh, And yours was the first one that I found. Uh, it was you, and it was uh, Kevin, and it was Zach, 
and I just really, really enjoyed it, and I became instantly became a fan of the show. And then you and I started kind of communicating uh, on online and all that, and I had you on views from the long box, and eventually uh, I was very honored to be asked to be part of the Spider-Man crawl space. Now, I don't know if people really remember how that happened, but, but it was basically Kevin wanted to leave the show, you asked me, and then Kevin didn't want to leave the show, and then I ended up coming on anyways. And for a while there, it was a really fun group of people, and I was, uh, like I said, so honored to talk to you and JR and Zach and Stella and Kevin and... You know, I, I don't think we always liked the books, but I always think we liked hanging out. And then I left for a little while and came back for an even littler while. And then left again just because I wasn't enjoying the books. And I didn't want to be, uh, just me personally, I just didn't want to talk about stuff that I wasn't enjoying. But that does not mean that I had any love lost for you or for anybody else on the show. And it is just amazing that you've been able to produce such a high quality and successful Spider-Man show. Uh, it's not necessarily surprising, but it's still uh, because you guys do good work and the Spider-Man crawl space is a popular site. Uh, and <laughs> despite what some creators may think, but I'm just super happy for you guys. And I just wanted to thank you for letting me be part of it for a little while and wanting me to come on every once in a while to uh, to talk, even though I'm not really involved in the day-to-day operations anymore. But I want y'all to have a great 10th anniversary, and hopefully in about 10 years, I'll be sending one of these for the 20th anniversary. Hey guys, Bertoni here. And in the last 10 years, the Crawl Space podcast has seen many strange happenings in the world of Spider-Man. They saw a Civil War tear Spider-Man apart right before they saw a One More Day and Brand New Day tear the fandom apart. And then we literally saw Kurt Connors tear his son apart. Lots of things being torn apart. But you know what never got torn apart through all that? The Crawl Space. It's still here, still stronger than ever. Lots of things tried to knock it down, but like that thub-thumping song... They'll always get up again. You're never going to keep them down. Spider-Man Crawl Space, 10 years and counting. Happy anniversary, guys. Happy anniversary, Crawl Space. This is your boy Donovan coming to you live. Well, I guess this is recorded. Um, wishing you a swell 10th anniversary. Why well, I remember my first Crawl Space episode nine years ago. It was the one where you guys were discussing the... Uh, Mary Jane statue where she was like bending over and revealing her thong. Truly this was the voice of modern fandom analyzing the time and energy that goes to tributing to fandom's sexual deviance. And you've powered on ever since through memorable adventures such as flame wars with the editors, seeing the lizard eat his own son, side hacks, and even getting Stanley on the show to give his blessings to Sal Buscema in your tribute to him and expressing his affection for him with repeating the phrase... God damn it. But in the near 10 years since the end of One More Day and the beginning of Brand New Day, this website has been a true totem for online Spider-Man fandom. So to dedicate my affection for the long run of entertainment powered by Brad and Kevin and JR and Zach and George and Stella and Michael Bailey and Bertoni and Chris Linus 
and Still a Nerd, and Ashley. And I think that's it. I would like to say thank you for bringing in so many years of intellectual and body entertainment. Here's to tomorrow, for as Spider-Man is currently black and from the future, and rich, and Gwen Stacy. Here's to the stories of tomorrow, where... What is the next story? The Clone Saga! Again? Okay, time for live callers, everybody. Let's uh, add... We've got 25 people in the green room. Oh, dear God. How many people are actually alive? Let's see. (laughs) And how many of you have yanked in here just like off the um, interwebs? Well, we'll we'll find out. We're going to... Yeah, Brad sometimes just pulls people in without telling them. (laughs) That's what we're going to do now. See? See? Uh, There's no warning or anything. He just just goes for it. Andre. Andre is up. Let's see Andre. I'm posting the rules. All right. And we're waiting for him. Okay, um, everybody in the green room, if you're from Sweden, just up front say whether or not you like ABBA, because inevitably you'll be asked. Andre, what? what's going on, sir? Hey. How are you, buddy? Good. Fine. And you? I'm good. Where, tell me where you're calling from. Argentina. Argentina. Oh, wow. 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 International caller right off the top. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you like ABBA? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, in in fact, I do. <laughs> not having awesome, not having a background of what you've been saying up to now, I probably should have kept it quiet. Well, we we in the past we've taken some calls from Sweden, and we everybody assumed they liked ABBA. So what yes, they did. Well, I, 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 I was gonna say, Andre, you just delivered the perfect punchline to the joke. So you know, congratulations. <laughs> It, it, what's is there an American artist in Argentina that's popular? Uh, sorry, American artist. Exactly. I guess not. <laughs> like, like, okay, so you and all the comic fans in Argentina, who's your who's the big comic book artist for you guys down there? Like, who do y'all like? Well, not Dan Slott. <laughs> <laughs> How many levels? Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use the term artist I, for dance. No, that, you're, you're right. You're right. I don't goodness. think it applies in any capacity. Wow. Yeah. And technically, technically, he. Well, I won't. Wow, Andre, tell it's on different levels. Tell me when you first visited the site and listened to the podcast. We, we've been getting a little history of everybody. When did you first start listening? Okay. Well, I, the site I found it out on. Uh, I think it was 2005. Uh-huh. 2006. Wow. Right around the time of Civil War. Yeah. First Civil War. Okay. And the podcast, uh, no, the podcast, I think it was 2010, 2011. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. And and then I I went back and checked the first the first recordings. Oh, wow. Yeah. So just Listen to the back catalog, huh? Uh, yeah, that, it was strange just to go uh, to see what people were saying when I don't know Spider-Man Three was oh, coming out. Yeah, uh, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's hard to believe we've been around since what uh, Spider-Man Two came out. No four. Yeah, I guess Spider-Man Three was the first time, first Spider-Man movie we tackled. I think uh, the first episode with Jr. We actually covered the tr- we talked about the trailer of Spider-Man Did Three. You- Ten years ago? Yes. That's crazy. It's funny. So, Andre, what's your question, sir? Well, my question, it's uh, it's a bit of a 
mental exercise for all of you. Oh, God. This ought to be good. Yeah. We, we aren't very mental. <laughs> no. I could make so many jokes right now, but I'm not, I'm not going. <laughs> okay. The idea is the, is the following. If you had to put on your writer's hats, how would you take out Peter Parker from that spot he's now and bring him back to what he used to be or at least where we where, what we fans want him to be you've got to do a total universe reboot <laughs> okay. I, I, I mean well first of all Thor isn't Thor Captain America is Hydra the Fantastic Four are gone the Hulk's not Bruce Banner they killed him the Avengers are some little group that are like play school heroes uh, the, the whole yeah, it, da- the whole damn universe right. is broke. It's almost it like you're setting like it up for a DC rebirth. It's exactly. Well, um, or a second ultimate line where you're going to have the classic Marvel stuff, and then you have the the, the social justice warriors. Then you have uh, the crap that no one wants. May I, yeah, the social the social justice warriors approved uh, Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. May I offer a second opinion? Yeah, feel free. Okay. Well, aside from doing a universal wide reboot. Um, the only thing I was thinking of, and I've mentioned this before, um, I was thinking along the lines of have Doc Ock publicly reveal that, hey, I'm the one who founded Parker Industries and that Peter Parker guy stole all my work. And he can probably prove it with like whatever means he, he does that. Parker's too famous in the world now. Yeah, he's too I, famous now. He's, he's like Steve too Jobs. Famous. But, think, but think about but think about if you think about like for example to use a um, an extreme example for example do you guys know who the CEO of Enron is? Yeah. Ken DeLay. Ken DeLay. <laughs> okay. Well there goes that. Ken, there, Kenneth that Lay. Kenneth, okay. No, not Kenneth, Ken, yeah, Ken, Kenneth Lay, thank you. Not yeah, Tom DeLay was a, was a senator. I was, I was using Tom DeLay and Ken Lay in one person. Okay. Like one super but, big. It's like a dirty set. And if you want to know the name of the guy who actually cooked the books, it was Jeffrey Skelling. Yes. Yes. But I'm saying what I was my my point is before George ruined it is that (laughs) uh, Jr. did too. (laughs) Yeah, but um, shocking. Two people actually pay attention to the news, and 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 one of them isn't the news guy. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but my, what I was going to say was that um, usually when you have when you have person people who are basically, you know, kind of accused of some, you know, essentially accused of some kind of shady business practices, they kind of necessarily go off the map. Essentially, they never. He went to know, prison and died. People I, still knew who he was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that. I know he, he was one of like four people that went to prison. Right. So, so, I mean, I'm just, I'm saying this. Get about him afterwards. We got to pretend it's toilet paper, man. We got to start wiping, man. I mean, yeah. got to wipe some memories. Oh, well, God. I mean, this has got me. Uh, <laughs> after a while, I think that what I think what they're, what I'm thinking they're probably going to do if they try to get Peter out of this situation is they'll have something where he, he loses his business. It gets sold to Tony Stark or whatever. And then he goes on. And then after a while, like they have a little gap of time and they, people just kind of conveniently forget about it or they, Say like, oh, who's that? You know, they maybe they th- say to Peter Parker, oh, you resemble that Peter Parker guy, and so whatever it is. But something to the effect of, <laughs> it'd, be cl- it'd be cleaner to wipe. Well, it? I, I, I tell you, <laughs> after after reading after reading um, uh, Mohammed, we, we have a re- on Facebook we have like a little section for people who contribute to the site where we all you know talk. And he posted a, that mm-hmm. Newsarama link to how retailers were talking about why DC succeeded this summer, why Marvel fell on its face, and nobody really cared about Civil War Two. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and one of the re- one of the big reasons was DC Rebirth and how it was basically telling fans, "Hey, we're sorry. Here, here's all the stuff that you actually do like, and uh, we're we're dumbasses and we're sorry." Right, but they um, also did, they also didn't get they they still kept some of a lot of the uh, DC New Fifty Two stuff around, but they got rid of all the other while well, getting rid well, of all the other crap. Well, here's here's what I'm saying is I. Marvel has run out of originality. Marvel has absolutely none of it left. All they can do now is do the social justice thing where they change genders and races and whatnot uh, and, and, and go back and ape what they've already done before, like right. Civil War, Civil War II. You know, that's all we can do now is sequels. Well, uh, also the so other it, thing too- it, it makes me think that they're going to copy DC and try to do a rebirth mm, yeah. where they do like a soft reboot on a lot of stuff uh, and get it back to where it should be. Like this uh, MU teaser looks like a reboot. Yeah. Kind yeah of but see, the, the thing is, though, is that it won't matter because the, the same people are still in place that effed it up to begin with. Well, you That's also true. you also got to remember too is a lot of their up in, the the uh, people that were kind of their rising uh, stars in their staple they went on to do like move on to like Image or other kind of other went back to DC or whatever it is to some people do, went to do their own independent work whereas so a lot of the guys that were like if you think about the um, like uh, for example Kirkman was at Marvel um, or um, people like you know. Notable like Warren Ellis or whatever it is, um, Garth Garth Ennis. Um, then you got um, oh god, the guy that got, did the um, Secret War um, miniseries. It was supposedly his last um, last hurrah. Uh, there, that be Jonathan Hickman. Jonathan Hickman. Yeah. That was their. That was supposed to be their big. That was supposed to be their big up and coming. And that guy. was another yawn fest. Like, yeah, and yeah. but he's left now, Marvel. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of these. So a lot of these guys who were I, – I mean the higher-ups. I mean people like Alonzo, people like Brett, Oh yeah, people calling oh, the yeah. shots. These guys will still be in place, and they will – it, it will st- even if they reboot it and take it all back to a baseline, it's still going to get effed up. Yeah, it's still – the same guys are still there. And not only that, we could reboot it now, and Dan Slott will still be the damn writer. <laughs> <laughs> Andre, how would you fix this problem? Uh, well, oh. that's why you asked. I have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to go turn my AC on because it's not on and it's hot. Not <laughs> you just well, I'll tell you. I tell you, storage. there is. I have another way. I have. Another go way. ahead, Zach. You uh, you take Peter Parker off the board for a while yeah. in terms of like have Peter Parker go into like a Steve Jobs where he kind of went off the map for a while. Yeah. And let somebody else run Parker Industries and eventually rename it or something like that. Kind of like what they've done with Palmer Tech uh, in the f- alternate future with uh, Arrow. And let somebody else handle it and then go from there. It was better when it just blew up at the end of volume whatever. <laughs> well, it, it should have ended there. Yeah, yeah. I'd have Norman do a hostile takeover. That'd be a, that would be <laughs> fat. There you go. <laughs> He's done it before. He did it to Kingsley. That's true. That's true. That would be the ultimate insult. I'd love it. Building off that, I would, I would just kill off Aunt May. Whoa, she's dead. (laughs) That escalated quickly. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) she's already killed a couple times. Let's do it again. This drives Peter. (laughs) This will be the fourth time the old bat has died. (laughs) She's gonna stay dead this time because I mean, good riddance. Let the woman rest. It's not like yeah, it's not like anyone. Is really going to torturing her poor demented body. I can, I can see Aunt May in a hospital bed, and Ashley's just sitting there next to her. Die already, man! <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to just die. You're sucking away resources. That's 
ASM 400.1 starring Ashley. That's heaven. Go to your home. Why don't you just well, go to oh, your home? home. Well, if so it, here's, if, here's I mean, my version of Spider-Man. If you can't pull your weight, you're out. <laughs> At this no, time, stay down. Already. Peter reflects on his whole life because of the seriousness of the situation, realizes what a screw-up he's been, goes on like a sabbatical and learns how to be an actual adult, lets the whole Parker, hands over Parker Industries to someone actually competent who actually cares about running the business and doesn't think he's going to be cool and skip out on board meetings and important stuff like that. Yeah. And just reflect on who he is as a person. He was more an adult when he was in college in the 70s. He was more of an adult when he was 16 in the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Ashley yep. for the jugular. She's like a pit bull. Uh, she is. <laughs> She's like a honey badger. Man, We're going to call Ashley the honey badger from now on. <laughs> she went off. Yeah. Andre, oh. you, do you have any other questions? That was a good one. We got it all around the horn. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. That I just okay. got a, a lot of trouble coming up with that one. So. Oh, no, no. That was a good one. You did really that good. That was very good, yeah. And I appreciate you listening all these years. So. Tell everyone in Argentina we said hi. There you go. Okay. As if he can go around to everybody in Argentina. <laughs> hi, everybody. The crawl space says hi. <laughs> they do it in England. <laughs> that, that's because it's an island. Okay. It's an island. It's got, <laughs> Mom and dad are a... fighting. All right. Uh, <laughs> Andre, I appreciate it, man. Let's get some other callers. Thanks, Andre. Thanks, oh, okay. Andre. Thanks, Andre. Congratulations Thank on you. your 10 years of Thank the podcast. You. Thanks, Bye. Thank you. Great first caller to start it off with. I love it. Our snort count is up to two now. And speaking of sweet, Doug. <laughs> All right, we're adding Frederick. What's going on, Frederick? Why well, he's not on the line yet? How am I introducing him? <laughs> oh, Frederick is not working. Let's see. Oh no. Well, you got to take Andre off the off the board no, first. I don't. Yeah. Oh, Frederick, what's going on, sir? Oh, he's not on the line. He's not on. It's it's doing the. It's, it's the dots of death. Is dots of death. It looks like I'm wrong, but he's not answering. Let's see, well. If he's not answering, well, just got to yank somebody else off. off Zach, know, is, unsuspecting. Zach is yelling at him in the green. Three! Three inappropriate. The sad thing is, is we were making all these Swedish jokes, and, and then Frederick's on the on the call. He's, it's probably 4 o'clock in the damn Swedish morning. Jokes. There was no joke in there where we're talking about how every Swedish caller we talked to has liked ABBA, which is a fact. <laughs> Which is the same. It's, it's not just. It's not multiple. It's not multiple Swedes. It's one Swede that no, calls in every. It's been more than one person, you jackass. Hey, hey, hey! hey, hey. It's a celebration, not a fight. I, mean, I am celebrating. <laughs> I, I celebrate my fighting. I'm it's, like, it's, have you ever attended family Thanksgiving? This, kind of stuff. this is like a family Thanksgiving in a JR. <laughs> All right, Fred. I don't think it's working, man. Oh man. Oh. Hi, Fred. All right, Fred. We're gonna. Bye, Freddy. We're gonna move. We might. We'll tr- see if we can get him in the green room and and get him back on the line. Maybe he needs to send an SOS. S. Oh my God! I'm out. No, you get points for that. That was good. I don't. That was, I don't that was get good, it. sir. I don't get it. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's an Abba song, Brad. It is. Oh, an song. I thought. It, I was thinking Sting. God damn. Okay. Oh god! Well, to be confessed, I was too. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, you were th- no, it's not Sting. It's the police. Let's get it right. If we're gonna That's right, that is correct. Yes. All right, we're calling Brian Bradley. Used to be a reviewer on our front page. Yeah. Hey, Brian, hey, what's going on, man? Oh, hey, everybody. Hey, how are hey. you doing? I am doing well. Unfortunately, how are you? our second caller didn't work, so you're now our second caller. Tell us where you're calling oh. from again. 
I am calling from Northern Virginia. Virginia. Right outside of D.C. And you used to be yeah. a reviewer for us. Sure was. Reviewed for about two years or so. Yeah. When did you start listening to the podcast? That was about the time I started reviewing for you guys. In, yep. in, in what year again? It was like 2000. 12, there you go. 2011 or so. Cool, yep. cool. All right. Well, happy 10th anniversary. You're on the 10th anniversary show. So what's your question to the panel? Uh, the question for the panel, I guess, would be uh, Marvel's got a lot of TV stuff going on right now. I don't know how much you guys have talked about it since Spider-Man's not got a great presence on television right now. It does not. <laughs> uh, if you had to pick one Spider-Man storyline slash supporting character family people to be on a TV show, who would it be? Supporting cast... I think, oh, I think Ashley wants a black cat show. Black cat. That's that's all that needs to be said. <laughs> I yeah, think Jonah James would be a supporting character somewhere. Oh, you're talking oh. about if a supporting cast is on another television show? Is that what your question is? Just in general, if you had to have a Spider-Man TV show. Not starring Peter Parker, obviously, since oh, he okay. is. So you want like a spin-off of a Marvel character? Universe. Like Laverne yeah. and Shirley spun off a Happy Days. So you want a spin-off... Laverne and Spidey. Yeah. Laverne and Spidey. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there wasn't there in the works for a Cloak and Dagger series? There is. There it's going to be on Freeform. Okay. Uh, Which is that the ABC Family? <clears throat> that is the worst rebranding I've ever. I agree. Freeform <laughs> sounds odd. Uh, well, I mean, I, I was going to suggest the Osbournes, but that's already happened. <laughs> Harry, what do you see? Harry. Oh, you Harry, Harry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, here's a controversial idea. What if you had a uh, sort of a thing that takes place at the Daily Bugle, and that the two guys that were investigating, and, you know, they are kind of semi Spider Man characters, sort of, but they cross mm-hmm. over. Um, have like uh, one you can, well, they, well, no, they can't do Ben York because no, he's dead. He's dead. Dang He's it. Dead. Ben Urich died? He died in Daredevil. He died in oh, Daredevil. 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 Oh, well, I, I was thinking like in the comics. Okay, yes, yes. I no, 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 no. I'm like, darn it, because I was going to propose a, a controversial choice of having the of the uh, frontline folks of like with Ben Urich and what's her name? Oh, Sally. What's her Avril? name? No, not Sally Avril. The one who was basically told Captain. Floyd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I was thinking of, like basically they're it's basically a newspaper kind of Daily Bugle kind of series where they're investigating superhero related like crimes or incidences incidences or something kind of like kind of like what um well not kind of like what uh, Gotham, how Gotham Central was for example was I was just thinking I don't I don't know if Spider Man with the exception of the Daily Bugle has a show like Gotham that they could do. Yeah, they wouldn't know, but I mean, the Daily idea... Bugle would be it. Yeah, but I, I mean, you would I have actually to had like, one. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I actually thought of this because I thought of the question right before. Uh-huh. I think we could see a Web Warriors type show. Which yeah, but that cool. comic book is so bad. Oh, really? <laughs> I just oh. like the only Spider-Man comic I've been enjoying for the most part. Oh, really? Oh, man. Yeah. Zach reads it. Have you been enjoying it, Zach? Uh, it's hit or miss with me. Yeah. Um, I appreciate... Um. I appreciate what they're trying to do, but I think that the concept is it's I don't think it's enough to support a series unless you're going to do it as an anthology series and them trying to do this story arc where all the other electros and octopuses and basically basically the all the other Sinister Six doing that. I think if you did it as an anthology show, I think it might actually work. I don't need Octavia, though. She's no, she's kind of no. 
so we have a black cat, a daily bugle, uh, the Osborns. Uh, I also think uh, Spider Gwen. It'd be really reliant on the animation, but I think it could work. Uh, I was thinking live action. Yeah. Actually, no, animated. you wouldn't be able to get the same color. Actually, a Spider Gwen animated. I think that would because the comic itself, um, it's kind of it's the visual so, style. The visual really style is what really kind of sells that comic. So we kind of easily. What about uh, Stegron? Like, no. <laughs> well, Spider Gwen's going to be in the animated show, right? Did you guys cover yeah, that one? Oh, that, I just thought of I just yeah. thought of one, another one. Um, sinister foes, sinister foes of uh, Spider Man. Oh, that oh, superior foes of Spider Man. Of Fireman. Yeah, there we go. Spider Man's D list villains trying to fight. That's pretty good. I that like would work, that, but that would work because their power set are pretty low key as it is. It's what true. with you know, true. yeah. So honestly, you can make that into a comedy, and it would be pro- probably it'd be awesome. It'd be that awesome. sounds like yeah. something like Sunred, which I don't. George, mean. do you have a spinoff TV show? No, I'm good. You're good. All right. Uh, I was just joking about the no on Stegron, George. I thought you were going to jump on <laughs> You should well, not talk ahead about and, um, shit you don't understand, Zach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not well-versed on dinosaur men. Oh, it's all good. But, all right. Well, I'll drop out. But uh, Thank you for uh, calling. Can, can I do a quick self-promotion here with my boy Sean Martineau? Sure. Yeah, so since I left, Sean and I have doing our own thing at MixMarvelArts.com, which is just Marvel in general. Uh-huh. Um, and we even have been going on two years strong with this thing called the Fantasy Comic League now. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if he's mentioned anything about that, but it's anybody that likes fantasy baseball, fantasy football stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, it's that, but with Marvel heroes. Very and, nice. uh, oh, that's cool. It's pretty cool. fun, and you can check it out at uh, MixMarvelArts.com or at MixMarvelArts on all the social medias. Hi, Brian. Uh, congrats. Yep, Thanks. congrats on 10 years, guys. Thanks. Thank you. All right, man. Thanks, have Brian. a good one. Right. Take it easy. All right, bye. Okay. Evidently, Fred's ready now. Yes. All right, Fred. Boom. I just added you into the room. Let's see if we can get Fred on the line. All right. Two. <coughs> there, Fred. There you are. Hello? Fred, Hello. what's going on, sir? Hello. Fred. <laughs> I hear you, Fred. Can you hear me through the interwebs? Uh, just barely. Okay, crank me up, man. <laughs> Where are you calling from, Fred? Uh, Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> just so happens we were talking about Sweden. Uh, tell me about when when you uh, first listened to the podcast. Give me a little history of you in the crawl space. Oh, that was like uh, back in 2012, I think. Okay. A little bit before that. Very nice, very nice. So, happy anniversary show with you. Uh, what's your question to the panel? Yeah, uh, I had uh, sort of like two short questions. The okay. first one was, uh, are, are any of you guys uh, excited for uh, Luke Cage coming now in September? Oh, heck yeah. That looks great. It looks I am. Awesome. I'm very excited I'm about that. Mm-hmm. It looks very, very cool. I think the casting of Luke Cage is great. What is that, like, oh, September 30th? Yeah, September 30th. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think of in the trailer when he got out of that uh, tube or whatever and he had the, the things around his wrist and he had the tiara? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that nice was awesome. homage. That was good. Very nice. That looked really good. I'm looking forward to him and Danny on screen together. Well, I don't yeah. know how much of that we're going to get. I'm look, I, I'm hoping we get a lot. Do you think that Danny will get a cameo? I hope I, so. I'm sure he will because they're he's the next series to follow after this. Yeah. Right. And and they've they've always done a good job of like setting up the next one by introducing somebody or having some sort of bridge to it. 
Well, if Danny Rand doesn't get a cameo on the Luke Cage, then Luke Cage will get a uh, cameo on Iron Fist, probably. That usually if, like, if, if that, Danny doesn't appear towards the end of Luke Cage, I'll riot. I will be a one man riot. That's funny. Are you looking forward to it, Fred? Oh yeah, I, I was big Luke like Cage grinning. Fan? I was like grinning throughout watching the entire hmm. trailer. Yeah, that thing looks great. That looks good. All right, what's the other question? Uh, yeah, my other question is, um, I'm not entirely sure how to phrase it, but uh, you know how, um, uh, due to all uh, this, uh, all these events with Civil War Two and last year's Secret Wars, and they like have these um, sort of semi reboots every now and then. Yeah, every five minutes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and like. They sort of claim that there's supposed to be some that they're supposed to be jumping on points, but when they do them this often, yeah, it sort of like becomes the opposite. Yeah, everybody jumps off. Like, yeah, yeah, especially for me who lives here in Sweden, I'm and I mostly read the comics through trades, and then you know see mm-hmm. that there's like several different volume ones, and you're like which. When are you supposed to choose? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it really makes it hard I mean, to read. Back in the day, you could yeah. just read numerically. Now, yeah. you, it's it's like a math problem. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> just wondering your general thoughts about that. that. I, I agree. I, I think long-term history-wise, this is going to be hard to do what I'm doing right now, which is a read-through of Amazing Spider-Man. Like, um, who has the effort besides the the dedicated fan to find out what trade goes where what's the reading order of this etc um i I don't know if there there's going to be people that want to read it all the way through due to the complications of getting through the 21st century well and that the the ironic the ironic thing about this when they're saying it's a jumping on point it's still even though and you know you know how much that that's a bunch of malarkey because but there's still a lot of history that has gone on before that point that you still kind of have to readers would still have to know about in order to understand, you know, how the characters got to where they are. And by constantly doing these kind of events and constantly having to restart with new number ones, it just kind of, it just, like you said, it just kind of frustrated. The, it just frustrates the readers. Yeah. Because, where yeah, like where is that? Where am I supposed to start with this? Because where, how am I supposed to find out more about this character when all this other stuff has gone on before? But I want to get it, you know, get into. But I really want to get into it, into um, into these into these comics. Marvel what? right now is an impenetrable mess. Mm-hmm. It's like the X Men in the nineties. It really is. All of Marvel <laughs> now is, is X Men in the nineties. Yeah, that, that's a, that's oh. the best analogy you can make for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you just hear me do it. <laughs> Even I know that. You yeah. know, one thing that Marvel is doing right in the f- in two things right. They they have in print they've started doing these epic collections, which are like the uh, the essential volumes only in color. Yeah. And on the spine is a number, and they don't release the 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 books in order, but there is a number, so they plotted it out. So I guess you could read it that way. And uh, uh, on Marvel Unlimited, there's a reading order. Like when I get to the Clone Saga, luckily there's a there's a reading order for me to get through all the books. So oh, yeah. you're yeah. going to have to rely on stuff like that as opposed to just looking at the next number on the cover. 
Well, and, and the Epic books helped uh, Marvel Unlimited, too. Yeah. Uh, with the Epic book Clone Saga trades, those were done in a re- specific order. Um, yeah. Certain books were placed in a very in, in certain spots due to the fact that that's the only way it makes sense when you were reading it. Yeah. Through. But it's like a roadmap. You, I mean, if you get off one side road, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. For example, like in the later Clone Saga, when Peter was getting sick, they uh, some of the issue, like half the issue, wasn't jiving with the rest of the issue, so they placed it and put a little caption box on the top that said. Peter's sickness, you know, and at the end of the previous volume was from here, and that's what that's where they started. Yeah, what's interesting about that is because of that same period in time when Peter was getting sick, uh, so were a lot of the readers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Berryman? Yeah. Uh-oh. Hey, All hey, the middle hey. fingers. <laughs> hey, hey, Frederick, real quick. Yeah. Uh, settle yeah. a thing for me and JR. Uh-oh. Because every time we get a caller from Sweden, <laughs> I, I, I always Go. ask – where they stand on ABBA. Like, do they like ABBA? And so far, everyone from Sweden has liked ABBA. And JR tells me I'm making a horrible generalization. And I'm like, except that everything that I say is backed up by actual facts. So far, everyone <laughs> talk to likes ABBA. Where do you stand on ABBA? Well, I like them. Uh, <laughs> I, I, mean, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like all, all their songs. Um, but you, you but know, you're like, not opposed, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So, so yeah. you hate them, but you like some of their songs. <laughs> you no, didn't say hey. No, not at all. You didn't say hey. You, you escalated that. There, I thought Barryman. he said he Come hated them. No, he said he liked them, but he doesn't like all their oh, songs. So you do like them? Okay, never mind then. Yeah. Suck Jr. <laughs> no, he has to say that because in Sweden they have the ABBA police who will come and take you away and brainwash you and beat you if you don't like ABBA. I mean, show so, me that. Where is, it on, where is it written on the internet? Show me that. Prove it right now. I guarantee that's, it's somewhere. It's secret. Is it Alex Jones' like website? It's secret. <laughs> Thank you, Frederick, for, for solving that for me. Uh, Fred, you got another question, sir? No, I think I'm uh, good. All right, man. I appreciate right. it. Thanks, Frederick. I appreciate it. Now it's eight eight forty five Central Time right now. How about you? How how late are you up? Oh, it's uh, three forty five a.m. man! Thank Go you for staying sleep up. and happy Sunday, man. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you staying up, Fred. Thank you, sir. No sir. problem. All right, man. Bye. Because Douglas is a jerk and schedules these at eight o'clock at night, making all these people stay up till thir- four o'clock in the morning. Mental note: Edit Zach right there. <laughs> Mental note: Edit Zach out. Period. Okay, I've got. I'm oh, wow! I'm gonna run and get a drink. Ten I'll be right back. And I'm still the butt monkey. A butt monkey? That was a Deadpool villain, wasn't it? I'm getting a drink because I'm parched. I'll be right back. Okay, who, who's up? All right, let me remove Fred from. I already did. Let's. Who, who's up next? Let's see. Uh, get Eddie. Um, we got some people that needed like that are on a tight schedule. So. Ooh, nice use of schedule. Eddie, all right, here comes Ed. Right. Uh, so far, the callers are doing really good. We aren't having any tech problems. Knock- hey, good day. Good day. How are you, buddy? Hey, very good. Thank you, guys. Um, I'm going to be super rude because I don't have a lot of time, and I'm sure everyone's already asked oh, uh, you guys how you're doing today. We're, we're fine. We want to know where you're calling from, Eddie. Uh, I'm call- calling from Melbourne, Australia. Australia. Well, a lot of international callers. Hey, do you like the Wiggles? 
<laughs> I can't stand them. Yeah. What, what, what happened? What, what did about I miss? Dundee? <laughs> yeah, we, we've had a lot of bad exports between the Wiggles and Mel Gibson. Uh, Wait a minute. We, now, we, hey, hang on. You've also had a lot of good exports because you had Livin' Newton John. Ooh, yeah. Uh, that, she's, that, new, that was, she's new. She's I think she was born in England. We only trained her. Yeah, but she actually, up there. actually, Eddie, I had an, an, yeah. a, an Australian former brother-in-law who once said that the best Australian movie ever made was Young Einstein. Oh, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't I know about that. that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I know. I've, that. But, but well, I'm, I've, I'm proud of Hugh Jackman <laughs> and Heath Ledger. They did. Oh, there you go. Yeah, also, they did us proud. Uh, also, uh, yep. Rachel, Rachel Hunter, supermodel Rachel Hunter. Ooh, Rod Stewart. Yeah, and uh, Margot Robbie, who's a local girl. Russell yeah, Margot Robbie. Also Australian. Harley Quinn is yeah. from Australia? Yeah, she's no. Australian. And actually, I just yeah. recently um, had Mr. Hemsworth through my work. Uh, so oh, yeah. got to spend a bit of time with Thor recently, which was nice. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Way. Uh, but I um, deserve the growl. to the podcast. Look, get a little history on you. Uh, so that was actually the reason I wanted to uh, call in and uh, thank you guys. I wish you guys congrats on 10 years. But yeah. I started listening around the time of the Back in Black after Civil War. Oh, and oh. And it was... 10 years. Yeah, and it was actually a bit of a bad time for me myself. I had my mum was going through cancer um, treatment. She was in chemotherapy and uh, had lost a lot of function and was basically just in a hospital bed, uh, unable to communicate. And I was spending a lot of time with her in the hospital room. And that's when I got into comic book podcasts uh, like yourself. And uh, you guys kept me company on very long and hard nights and kept me distracted during very hard times. So, uh, the main reason, yeah, I wanted to call is to thank you guys Aww. that from someone on the other side of the world, you guys uh, were able to help me out through a uh, very difficult time. Oh, that is, that is so nice. That is, that's, that may be the, that's the, that may be the best live caller I've ever heard. Oh my I know. That's, that is so awesome. Uh, well, the look, best I, like comment we've ever had. I know. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, thanks. Um, and I'm sure I'm not the only story out there. I'm sure there's hundreds and different people that you guys with your uh, strands of your web have actually reached and uh, <laughs> are, touched are you, are in you, different ways and just helped uh, their day-to-day activities go. That's Are you saying that that on some level that crawl space heals the world? No, <laughs> <laughs> it distracts and entertains. It doesn't it, heal. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it does its job of yeah, um, <laughs> creating good <laughs> conversations. Whatever that job is, we do it. How's that? That's, yeah. Eddie, are you uh, are you on the? I think I know you're you're on you're not only on the Facebook page for Crawlspace, but you're on the Spidey Facebook page, aren't you? I am. I do the uh, Spider Man, Deadpool, and Kingpin. Uh, reviews and uh, doing more of the action figure stuff there as well. You got ah, you. so you're the guy yeah. I'm jealous of. You yeah, got I good taste Eddie. Nice. By the way, with Spider-Man, Deadpool, I, but you know. yeah, I don't know <laughs> how I lucked into the best books, but I, <laughs> I've had a really easy run. You did really mm-hmm. good with that action figure thing. That was really good. I think that's yeah, that's how, my major boss. How do you get comics in Australia? How? What's the process? I'm very lucky. I am best friends with Mitch and Troy, who run a comic book store called All Star Comics here in Melbourne, which is actually an Eisner winning store. It's only been open for a couple of years, but they've done uh, such good work. They've gotten a lot of recognition, and these guys kill it. They are... it really is a fantastic comic book store. If you ever get to visit Australia and come to Melbourne, uh, definitely pop in there and see what they've done. Is uh, are comics the, really expensive with the imports? 
They are. So we generally. Um, what, what's if your currency? I couldn't. I can't think of uh, Australia. Yeah, so we're just dollars. It's oh, okay. We call it. We're just Aussie dollars. But uh, for a comic here, you pretty much double the US price, and that's oh, your off oh, the street geez. eight dollars. So <laughs> yeah, we're eight dollars a run. Um, oh. Potentially with the dollar fluxing, that can change a bit. And generally, if you do pull lists, your uh, you will get a bit of a discount. But the weird thing is Melbourne's actually a comic capital of the world. We have nice. probably about six or seven comic stores here in the mm-hmm. city. And I think five of them are in Diamond's Top 100 uh, in terms of amount of books ordered. Uh, wow. So I don't know. We, we charge a lot for our books, but people are still coming in. And what, what's, on we, your, we, what's on your pull list? So you're like drug I, dealers. Yeah, I get everything. <laughs> I just had like my – Pull list for this week cost me like two hundred dollars. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 my name's Eddie, and I, I am an addict. Do uh, <laughs> you have long boxes as furniture? Yeah, they, I do. I would have I, to give I, them I smoking. <laughs> and then, and then you would be more. Luckily, beer is cheap here. Are. That's good. Yeah, the, well, yeah. yeah. The comics are expensive, but the beer's cheap. There you the go. Beer is, but beer yeah, is the cheap. comic vibe wise, you gotta be I mean, you talk about your discerning readers. I mean, you really gotta be what? you know Yeah, uh, it's very easy to drop a book here if it's not mm-hmm. uh what, what's, what's amazing by slot currently. Uh not so good. I'm basically reading that just to stay knowledgeable. Uh, on the subject at yeah. uh, this point, <laughs> it's uh, that. But I'm I'm quite happy with Spider-Man, Deadpool. That's my Peter oh, yeah. that's that yeah. I'm running with, and I, I'm really campaigning that I want Jerry Duggan to take over Amazing when Dude. that position opens up. I just think he'd be perfect. His Deadpool is solid, uh, mm-hmm. even without yeah. The- and that uh, Steve Ditko referenced uh, book for Spider-Man, Deadpool that he wrote. Oh, you're uh, talking about issue Richard? seven. Yeah, that I was issue seven. That was awesome. That was actually really. That was actually awesome. Yeah. What's your thoughts on all the Mephisto talk in in Spidey Deadpool? I yeah, I don't think that's going anywhere. But yeah. Joe Kelly has an interesting habit of messing with editors. So there was a <laughs> yeah. Batman Superman issue that he managed to squeeze Deadpool into as a main character, and just had it be <laughs> Deathstroke from uh, Earth Three, and just never actually <laughs> said Deathstroke, and it was written to be Deadpool, just coloured orange. Uh, so <laughs> nice. he. He has a way of working things in, so I don't even know if the editors quite realize uh, what he's adding until, in there. Until so. Bleeding Cool got a hold of it. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to remember, though, Nick Lowe is the one who's editing the Spider-Man books, and he's sort of almost – most of the time we, he's we, kind we of – We use the term loosely. Yeah, loosely yeah. <laughs> editing the Spider-Man books. Yeah. Well, I think because uh, Jordan B. White from the Deadpool editing camp is also a big one, so it could be him that's sneaking it in mm. under there as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, could go anyway. It could be a big deal. Could be, but considering the book's on its, like, seventh printing for issue number one, uh, it's least tractioning for a big book that they could potentially do a major story in it, I think, with the amount of sales it's been is getting. It, is it selling better than Amazing? Well, it's, it's going not, back to print more. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not. But it, is, not it, is, it, is, it, is it produced in the same number initially? That's what I'm saying. It's something that I want to find out because it isn't – it's slightly below Amazing, like only by – a couple of books uh, oh. each month, but it is like keeps getting reprints. So I don't know once yeah, you take it, those reprints into well, account whether it might actually be beating. Amazing. Yeah, because I mean, because yeah. I mean, on average, I think if I remember, if I recall this correctly, with the sales with when Tom the Diamond Distributors and the sales estimates, it kind of it fluctuates. It's like in the they are saying it's like in the mid sixty k range and everything in terms of yeah. like 
anything. But yeah, you're right. It does keep getting reprinted. So that adds to the total because, because <clears throat> I mean, yeah, because issue number one has gone through like what, like you said, seven different reprints or whatever well, have you. And so that's kind of so, so it's not going away anytime soon. So. Well, what about, what about, because a lot of times, you know, like when, when, when a series comes off and you know, it's eventually going to get canceled, it'll start off and then it just declines each month. Has, has this book done that or has it been steady ever since it's been out? I think it's been steady. It's been, it's pretty been steady. steady. Yeah. In there was, in the beginning, it was actually more than amazing. And now it's yeah. holding wow. just below they did, it. I guarantee it, so. you, they didn't expect this one to sell as good. Mm-hmm. No, I think this is just that shocker of they well, Deadpool is so un- huge again now. Now, yeah. now Eddie, yeah. I got to ask you a question because yep. you, you did pay for the uh, for that San Diego exclusive box set. I did. How, how much did you did you overpay for it? <laughs> I I didn't. I am very lucky because I also do uh, an action figure podcast, Action Figure Blues, and uh, oh, so okay. I I have a couple of connections. So I was able to get that uh, at retail, and I had that shipped to me from China. So I didn't even have the international shipping that oh, normally wow. comes with that sort of large uh, box from the states to me. So. I only paid about two hundred dollars US uh, all That's up for bad, it in the end. Because I think it's going for like six hundred. I have probably yeah. twenty bucks on one figure. I just can't. I, I dropped out of Legends. <laughs> and my next well, question is: yeah. is um, how many Deadpool's did you buy, and how many are you going to scalp? <laughs> I, I have three of the Marvel Legends Deadpool's, but oh. I'm not scalping one. It's one for each head, and then one to keep in box. Because uh, he, he's my he's my dude. I, I tell you right now. I, have you seen some of the prices that they're going for online? It's insane. And if, like, comics are bad here in Australia, like, uh, figures are worse. Like, a Marvel Legend here is around that $45 mark. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, wow. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. That's yeah, the, why I, uh, when I do travel to the States, I bring a large suit bag uh, with me <laughs> and just load up like crazy. What? So, basically, in Australia, when they say, like, oh, oh for ages six and, up, six, and, six and up, basically, they're saying, like, well, they put the little indentum says, well... You know, don't play it's with a, them. Back. Yeah. yeah, it's a six-year-old that's working child slave labor. To pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, now, speaking of labor, I do yeah. need to run and get back onto the floor, which right. I'm actually working uh, with a whole bunch of spiders today. So, oh, uh, very cool. appropriate. If uh, you don't mind, what, what, what do you do? Uh, so, I look after exhibitions in a museum here, which we do have a spider section. So, I've got lots oh. of spiders here used for scientific purposes, and not once have I gotten superpowers, which is very annoying. Back, <laughs> yeah. Easy done. I work around radioactivity and almost got bit by a radioac- radiated spider, but it didn't That's work. Funny. Yeah, and, hey, yeah. Do you like the Night of the Museum movies? <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that's, you work in a museum, you hear that joke every day. That's yeah. just, <laughs> it's not original. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was like right. one of the nicest things anyone's ever said on this show to us. So I appreciate. No, it. no, thank you guys. Thank you for all I'm, your hard work. Those of you that have been on since the beginning, yeah. Uh, those that uh, have come on just recently, each episode is a treat. So thank you so much. Man, he, I'm, I'm thanks for putting up with my ass. I'm glad that you that, that we had somebody from Australia represent because I've always considered like Texas and Australia to be alike in a lot of ways. Oh, uh, yeah. If you think you're southern, like we're, we're way <laughs> south, way south. <laughs> All right, man. Get back to work. Easy Eddie. done. Thank you, buddy. All right. See you guys. Thanks, Bye. Bye. The hottest chicks on the planet. Sorry, Ashley. Um, allow me to be uh, uh, tangentially sexist for a minute. Um, but the hottest gals on the planet come from Texas or Australia? <laughs> What a That's nice scatter. Oh, my gosh. That, that, that was so a fabulous call. That was one of my favorites of all time. 
That was and, and I, you know, I, I love the fact that he's on our staff too. Yeah, so. very nice. All right, Daryl. It looks like is up. Yes, Daryl is. He's dead? on it. I don't know if he's from The Walking Dead. Right. Yes, because everyone named Daryl is from The Walking Dead. <laughs> Used to be a new heart joke, but uh, now, Daryl, what's going on? Hello, how hey, are you guys? Hey. Doing good. Where are you calling from, Daryl? Colorado. Colorado, very cool. When did you When did you start listening to the show? Uh, I think I've been with the podcast for about two years, and the main site since one of the original movies, either one or two. Okay, cool. cool. So what's your question, sir? Uh, honestly, I don't have a question. I really pondered for a while to think of something interesting or funny. Yeah. And I don't really have any questions. Well, I can I, just real quick, Daryl, uh, make something up and ask JR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ask JR something random. No. Uh, wait, the hey, last... Do you like Coors beer? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! The last caller talked about where they listen to the Crawl Space podcast at. Where? Do, how do you listen to the show? Um, today I listen to it at work. Usually at work, but if you guys post a new episode on my day off, yeah, I don't want to wait that long. See, I'm happy to say that I enjoy your podcast so much. I don't want to wait till I get to work. I will just listen to it on my days off. Oh, that's um, nice. Thank you. Um, well, since I'm on the line with you guys, let me say, uh, I, I had a call in, I wanted to pay my respects, you know, it's a shame Morbius died of those sharks, so I just, <laughs> <laughs> just dropped in and give my condolences, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Morb died from the sharks, he didn't make it 10 years, did he? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Oh, wait, no, shoot, this is not a funeral, this is your 10th anniversary. There you go, we're blowing out yeah. cakes, not blowing up sharks, man. <laughs> I've already had my cake today. You did, there you go. What Did you listen to the whole catalog, all 400 plus episodes? That was last year. I, I'm done with that. I've listened to each episode twice. Oh, wow. Good Lord, you listened to every episode twice. You I, know, I know which three. I know which three episodes I've listened to the most. Which one? The uh, the the Friday night fight with Swarm. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is still fucking fun. Can I curse on this podcast? Well, well it's too late now. Too late. Now. Well, <laughs> well, go ahead, dude. Well, fuck yeah. So the Swarm podcast, uh, the Swarm episode. Swarm the uh, Valentine's Day with uh, Mrs. Crossface. Oh, wow. That one was a late one because I somehow skipped it. So when I thought I was done listening to everything, uh, someone on message boards referenced that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Mrs. Douglas has never been on the show. <laughs> She's so, number one, yeah. Yeah, so it took a day for me to find it. I was like, I skipped an episode. So I listened to that. So it was like a new episode to me at the time. So I listened to it multiple times. That's funny. That's funny. I'll refer and, to uh, was my me and my wife. Did we have other people on the line? Was it Bailey and Rachel? No, it was just you uh, and you. Talked it was about just it me after. and the wife. Okay, yeah. yeah. You did it because of Bailey and Rachel. That's right. Okay, got it. Um, I, I ask the ask the podcast historian. Zach is the historian. What was the, my, what was the third one, Daryl? That you? Um, oh yeah, what's the third one? Yeah, I'm drawing. I'm drawing a blank, and now um, I I don't think it was a message board uh, question. Oh no, I remember. Duh, it was the David Michelinie interview because Venom fan. Oh yeah, Venom. Ah. Okay, that's cool. I'll just link back here in the corner. <laughs> oh, no, oh no, 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 George. I I I I you're my favorite, and you know I just I just got done listening 
to the um, your most recent question and answer podcast. Yeah, that, that's what I was saying. I'll just be over here in the corner. <laughs> and in that episode, you uh, you so adamantly gave your reasons, you know, for my question, and I want you to know. No hurt feelings. I took no offense to your answer. I was curious, and you gave a very good answer. I'm usually yeah, not. I don't begrudge anyone being a Venom fan. I'm just. I, I just gave my reasons for why I'm not one. Daryl, do you think I, my favorite Venom is his first few appearances? Do you think I think he's been diluted over time? I mean, do you do you like everything Venom or? God no. I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> in, this, in this regard, I want to compare myself to George. Yes, I. I'm going to compare myself to you. <laughs> I just because I like Venom doesn't mean I'll take any shit you throw at me. Sorry, <laughs> I'm one of those realistic fans who likes the character, but I will definitely tell you there's a lot of stuff wrong with this character that could easily be fixed. But some of these stories are terrible. Explain that to Brad because Brad doesn't understand that anytime he can throw out, but it has Stegron in it. Doesn't <laughs> automatically go ape shit for it. <laughs> so I take it to you're not a big fan of Venom. I take it, Daryl, you're not a big fan of Venom Space Cop or Venom Space Knight. Space Knight, yeah. I want to go on record to say I like Flash Thompson as Venom. He's not, yeah. you know, yeah. but I don't like this stupid Space Knight, like, malarkey. I, I realized that when I read issue two, I pointed this out on the Venom site. So shout out to anyone from the Venom site <laughs> that, uh,. <laughs> When I was in issue two, I realized this plays out just like issue one. With issue one, Flash is in the middle of some sort of crazy mission. Issue two starts out, he's in the middle of a crazy mission. Then yeah. he gets off that planet, he gets to his ship, he's cruising through space. Issue two, he gets off that planet, he's cruising through space. Then, in <laughs> then he's fighting a panda bear. No, it, no not, uh, that's a future issue. Yeah. Uh, after he's cruising through space, he finds a shuttle. He boards it, fights that issue's antagonist. Issue two, he finds a shuttle, boards it, fights that issue. It's like, okay, I'm out. This book is not Venom. It was not Venom when he became Guardians of the Galaxy member. I can take Venom with guns and as Flash Thompson as an agent. I thought that was well written, but this space crap is crap. So, like, so what do you, you think like of the carnage? Um. I've never I've wanted to like Carnage, but I really don't think he's outside of three stories. He's been like fifty stories, and he's only had three good ones. Yeah. At least with Venom, you can say he's fifty fifty. Carnage is three out of fifty. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just bought the Carnage Classic trade paperback, yeah. which came out like a few weeks ago, and I can't read anything past the first story. The second story is oh. Maximum Carnage. That's not in the book. Yeah. Then everything else is just trash. It's like this. Ninety percent of this book is garbage. Carnage. What the hell? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So, Daryl, what do you think? Of, there, Darryl, what do you think about the idea of uh, of Venom getting a relaunch series with this whole Marvel Now 2.0 kind of thing? Okay, um, I, I'm probably going to be considered a hater, just like how when you guys say something that's not sexist and not racist, everyone calls George a hater. Thank you. I'm just going to say this Daryl, I love you. Daryl is like George's attorney. I love it. <laughs> so wait, if, if you like Carl. George so much, does that mean you dislike me because we're, we're like a, the antithesis? It's okay to say yes here, Daryl. <laughs> you're that, I love you too. If I would hate you, it's because I, I get alcohol poisoning taking shots from the clone saga references you keep making <laughs> well the, the, I yeah that. i mean especially in the early days man that's it was bad that's i hear that 
I, I think we, we, we have a whole AA group devoted to the, taking the shot of the clones. Daryl, do you want do you, if Flash isn't in the suit again, who do you want in that new book? Who would make Fucking Eddie Brock? Just stop doing this bullshit. This is what I have to say about this. Yeah. You have half the people who want Eddie Brock back, and the other half don't like Venom at all. So who are you hurting by just bringing Brock back? The symbiote <laughs> is not a slut. Stop passing it to people. We are not wow. kids who want to see Sabretooth Venom, Hulk Venom, She-Hulk Venom, Batman Venom. Just put the symbiote back with Eddie Brock. The whole idea behind the symbiote is that it's pretty much a second skin. Why does it keep getting removed from people and passed around people? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Man, we got hit started on the rant. Speaking of rants and rages, where's JR? Man, <laughs> I'm I'm Just... right here cringing in fear from the anger you're showing. <laughs> hey, JR. That was a nasty rant. I mean, it wasn't anger, it was passion. Did you not hear the passion of this man? I can voice? see like venom teeth coming out of a little box on Skype. Dude, I understand Daryl, man. A hundred percent. I get it. <laughs> no, no wonder he, he's your, he's your, he's your blood brother for the uh, venom dream. Mm. Man. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, Daryl, anything else you want to say, man? I think you need a drink after that, brother. I'm, I'm having coffee. It's mostly grounds and cream, but I'm having coffee. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Maybe you should switch to decaf. Oh, Daryl, that's saying. awesome. That's awesome. It's mostly grounds and cream. Grounds and cream. Grounds and cream. Yep. I, like, I think you guys are like doing a really good job. I really do mean that from the bottom of my heart. This is a great podcast. Um, I don't have any negative criticisms. Oh, I wanted to apologize for that uh, to Zach because I honestly I, I did forget that. Well, I, I know. But I did forget that uh, you had kids, too. I would have included them in my question about the future podcast. It was too late. The oh, forum was good. closed when it came back. That was not a diss to you. So oh, um, is Ashley on? Yeah, Ashley's yeah. here. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, uh, Brad's going to hate you for asking this, but oh no, what are your opinions of Catwoman? On Catwoman? <laughs> This has been killing me. What do you think of the other black catish character? Actually, she was one of my first heroes because I grew up watching the Batman animated series and Catwoman was my idol. Nice. All right. I never knew well, that. That was driving me crazy. I was a little Catwoman fangirl. Maybe I should I should allow you know DC but related to Marvel on the message board questions. No, since people are dying to ask. <laughs> no, we're good. Well, I, I, well, I know they, what Brad. They do right, it Brad anyway. Goes. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Daryl, we got to get some more people in here, man. I appreciate you listening all the episodes. Wow. I appreciate the hard work you do. I really hope you guys have five hundred more episodes. Oof. Oh. Well, let's do it. Wow. That's a, Daryl, that sounds exhausting. I'm exhausted. Just. Daryl, it's all good, brother. You need to have as many episodes as DC has issues of detective and action because they're doing something Marvel wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yep. JR will be dead. I'll be 90. <laughs> Welcome to episode 1000. Oh, oh I die right on the air. There you go. Oh, my God. Daryl, you take it easy, man. Have a good one, oh, bud. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Thanks. thanks. Talk to you later. Mm-hmm. I love Daryl's. He's awesome. That, that he had passion, great. man. He, well, he, he did have passion. Big Venom fan. I love it. And see, when I and speak I, with that same level of passion, and he called it out, he's right. He's like, I, I get called a hater a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are nothing but a hater. Uh, hey, well, Ashley, uh, even more importantly, uh, who would win in a fight between Catwoman and Black Cat? Mm, hmm. I, know I think Catwoman because she's been doing it for longer. 
Yeah, it would be Catwoman. Zach, I'm scrolling up. Who's next on the line? All right, I'm reposting it. Okay, uh, let's see. <sighs> Sean, I guess. Did we already get Bradley? Yeah, we, we did. We already got Bradley. We. Andrew. Andrew. Okay, got it. And then Sean. Um, by the way, Ashley, we haven't said this, but congratulations. Oh yes. yes. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. We are such assholes. We because are. We waited till halfway. halfway <laughs> no, we're not the assholes episode. because we all congratulated her when it happened. Uh, for the listeners, Ashley is engaged. Yep. Yes, that's that's why I'm saying we're assholes because we didn't mention it at the top of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you poor girl. <laughs> you poor girl. We're, we're I haven't fun. gotten enough attention. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're happy. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. Also, happy. Uh, congrats to Jack. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, and we've got and Andrew on the line. What's going on, Andrew? Andrew Garfield? Hello, no, it is not. It's Andrew Weir. Hello, Brad. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, hey. Howdy, buddy. What's going Yo. on, Andrew? Andrew, where are you calling from, bud? I'm calling from Scotland. Scotland. There you go. You I, I kind of put pieces together on that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You lovely yes, Scottish actor. There you go. Andrew, tell me about your history with the show and the website. When did you start listening and visiting? Brad, that's the reason I was determined I wanted to be part of it tonight. I've oh, been with nice. you since the very first podcast. Ooh, uh, 2006, huh? And I didn't start in the middle and work backwards. I actually was going to the Edinburgh Festival to see Howard Jones, and I needed something to listen to in the bus, and I discovered your podcast, and there was some with someone else. Was it Chris or Crazy Chris started a yeah. podcast around the same time? Um, yeah. Oh, uh, what was what, what was his name? He, he the Zach Grobble. Oh, Grobble started a show. I, I thought. Yeah, he, I thought you were talking about the other Spider-Man podcast that started. He, oh, uh, Chris, yes. uh, Chris Johnson. It was Chris, Chris Johnson. That's Chris right. Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, he had one. Yeah. Uh, a couple months after we did. Yeah. And he uh, kept, amazing Spider-Cast. He kept it going for a couple of years. So yeah. I listened to both of them in the bus, and now I listen like faithfully every month. I don't. I don't miss one. So. Oh, that's so nice. When did you start visiting the website? Uh, well, I kind of dipped in and out of the website uh, beforehand, but really it's the podcast that, that keeps me coming. And now I go to the, the front page every day, but I, I've never posted before that, so you don't know who I am. I've never posted, and I should I should do that. Oh, well, you're, you're, it's you're, okay to lurk. You're, you're a lurker, but you're a contributor now. So <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big lurker, big lurker, yeah. There you go. But I uh, just wanted proud. to say that. That's so nice that you've been listening for all 10 years. That's really cool. Yeah. What's your, hey, hey, you like Sheena Easton? Oh, good Lord. Oh, oh my God. Oh, she, she took the 95 years ago. She did. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> for JR's eyes only. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, she got involved with Prince for a while, didn't she? I think she did fool around with Prince, man. She yeah. did fool around Prince with Prince. Around with oh, okay. How about Helicopter Girl? <laughs> Who's hat? Uh, uh, are you are you inspired by uh, Sean Connery in any way? My goodness! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you got a question for the group, Andrew, or a panelist, yeah. or? I basically just wanted to to kind of fill you in on who I was, and, oh, and that's awesome. I mean, Thanks. the first Spider-Man comic I bought was March. Well, someone bought it for me. Let's face it, nineteen seventy-six. Oh wow! So you were in the Len Wein era or the uh, Marv Wolfman? Well, no, because it was the UK version. And oh, we were oh. we were running two years behind. So if you pick up Essentials number six, mm-hmm. which was the Hammerhead Doc Ock War, then that yeah. is my very first issue. 
and uh, it starts from there. So Spider-Man, The Essentials 6 and 7 are my Spider-Man Bible. I absolutely love nice. Ross, An- Ross Andrew and Jerry Conway. That's my period there. I, I had just completed the Jerry Conway, uh, Ross Andrew. I, he, Ross Andrew doesn't get enough love. Uh, I, no, I don't understand it. He uh, is very, very good. Very underrated. Often overlooked. He is. He had a very good run, and yeah. uh, Gil Kane had a much smaller run, but had a had a really good uh, series of issues as well. Yeah. I don't understand it. And you asked for a question, and that was what I was going to ask, actually, yeah. is the IDW, the oversized books. I, yeah. I don't understand why Ross Andrew hasn't had a look in on one of these yet. Could, because you really maybe it's maybe it's because his family uh, he's passed away I think maybe maybe they need to put, maybe they need to talk to the family to get some of his stuff in there maybe. you know um Andrew if you listen to the fight uh Friday night fights yes I do George don't mess them um we do uh we actually we talk about Andrew ever or Ross Andrew every now and then you do we cover you some do of those so. issues yeah yep you know IDW uh speaking of them I just got my box uh of comics uh yesterday. And inside was volume three of the Amazing Spider-Man uh, newspaper strips printed by IDW. Oh. Uh-huh. And if you guys haven't picked that up, that is they do s- such a nice job of packaging them. And the whole presentation is nice. The book's about 30 bucks after my discount. But um, So what you're saying is that you appreciate the package? The pa- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, five inappropriate. Five inappropriate. Ah, 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 Are you going to keep that up all night now? Is that gonna he's be the, the dirty legit? count. He's the dirty Goddamn count. Goddamn right I am. He's the dirty <laughs> count. But no, uh, the, I mean, Stanley written. Uh, you've got Larry Lieber. I, I didn't know that Larry Lieber started in the 80s. He had a break in the middle. With the comic strips and and key, oh I forget what who followed Lieber but he eventually came back and is still penciling the the daily comic strip and Larry Lieber is Stan's brother. Yep, uh, very neat. There you go. All right. Um, any favorite episodes of the podcast that stand out in your mind, Andrew? In ten years. Oh, wow. Any funny moments that you can share? That's that's one of your favorites. Oh, I wish someone had propped me for this beforehand because there's been there's been a few. Oh, you've put me in the spot with this one. That's all right. I just thought something might come to mind right off the top. Mm. Oh, I can't think of something without taking a little while. But I, I was just glad to see people coming back. I panicked when you took a break earlier in the the season there, and obviously Jaws left for a little while years ago and came back and oh. and that's great and but i'm sorry you've kind of put me in the spot there I, obviously everyone remembers that the, the, to have inspired that was the any any celebrity interviews that you like amazing friends was one of mine <laughs> yeah who was the who was the lady you wanted on for a long time and you finally got or was that the, the lady that voiced mary jane in the amazing friends is that right no uh firestar firestar, firestar. firestar. Got, sorry yeah firestar. i had firestar and spider-man firestar. i couldn't get Iceman. But uh, yeah. I was happy to get uh, both of those two. Those are fun. I've been. And trying, I liked it. Was, I, it, was it John uh, Romita Jr. that was in the car eating the pizza? Is yeah, that John right? Romita Jr. in the car eating the pizza. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. That, I, that I, was I, I am still trying to get Todd McFarlane. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going through his PR hell to get a hold of him. I, I've been tweeting uh, Nicholas Hammond, the 1970s live action Spider Man. I'm trying uh-huh. to get him. Too. I'm not. I'm not having much luck, but uh, I'm still after those two. What and Jerry, John Romina Senior. What about Jerry Conway? Any chance you can? You know Jerry- what? Honestly, since I just finished his stuff, the reason I didn't interview Jerry Conway is because I was kind of, I wasn't as up on his run 
Uh, I, I always considered issue 100 to 200 my weak spot of Spider-Man history. Oh. But uh, I just completed Jerry Conway's run. And I think with Renew Your Vows coming up, uh, it'd be a perfect time to interview him. So, yes, I, uh, I'm going to send an I email to Jerry Conway. And, that would be fantastic yeah. because right. I, I, I'm sorry. Zach's, for- got a, Zach's got to mention something, I'm sure. Uh, I, uh, I reached out to Brian's segment. I'll see if I can try to get uh, – Rope in uh, Conway for Oh, I, I've got an, I've got a contact for Conway. I know how to get him. Okay, so, that would be good. fabulous. But because Stegman, I love Stegman and Conway together would be fun. That would be. That'd be a great show. Since we're yeah. since we're bringing up uh, favorite episodes and we're yeah. bringing up our interviews, uh, my favorite uh, interview was the or show uh, was uh, with um, the Sabusima. Oh, celebrate, yeah. you know, like uh, oh my god, with Stanley. That was, that's, that's, with, yeah, with Stan yeah. calling in, and you had Ron Friends on there, and uh, that was an epic show. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, I, I don't think I can top that one. Well, Ditko, but you would you would kill over from t- excitement. <laughs> him, him and I talking over beers, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Get, getting Ditko drunk, which which would be the antithesis. Let me tell you about that Stan Damley. <laughs> uh, that'd be like that'd be like a Bailey doing his Stanley impression, where he sounds like a drunk, uh, your drunk uncle. Yeah. <laughs> There was one time I touched a girl's shoulder. <laughs> I doubt very seriously it did go uh, Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, All right, Andrew, do. anything else you'd like to say? I appreciate you. Just thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, especially, I, I don't want to single people out, but JR and George have been obviously the cornerstone of the thing along. I, I know Zach and, and other people have been there all along as well, but thank you to everyone because I thoroughly enjoy the show and I can't look forward to it enough every month so thanks very much thank you thank you andrew appreciate it very much thank you for thank you for making me feel very light and nice inside (laughs) i'm not used to that andrew you're you're welcome and don't anyone come here without telling me you're coming i'm quite happy to show you around oh oh Oh, yeah hell hey hell yeah all right so we got a contact now in scotland we're all gonna get up gonna play we're going on a field trip yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Put up in the spider bus. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Thanks for buddy. having me. Thanks, right. guys. Thank Bye. You. Welcome. Bye. 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 He jokes, but that's actually my dream trip. I, I've been to I've been to London, but I've never been to Scotland. I I've been, I went through Wales. That. I would love that. I want to do like a because uh, I'm a golfer. Uh, I would love to play in Ireland and Scotland. Well, I've never been to Spain, but I've been to Oklahoma. <laughs> So have I. <laughs> no one gets that. Probably Jr. Uh, uh, All right. Sean, uh, next, uh, Sean. Next, I think. No. Um, uh, yeah, Sean is. Uh, uh, yeah, Sean's up next. Okay. Here. I was gonna try to jump Ryan, but he's. Uh, okay. Don't uh, jump. Six. Ryan. Six inappropriate remarks. Sean, ah, what's going ah, on, ah, sir? Ah. He's still trying Sean? to connect. No, not on my he's end. Still, well. I might think so. It's kind of rotating. Hey, oh, there Sean, he is. what's going on, man? Hi. How are hey, you? Hey, how's it going? We're good. Hey, Sean. Tell me where you're calling from. Canada, Manitoba. Canada. All right, Canada. And when did you start listening to the show, man? Oh, uh, like right before I actually started reading comics, back when Brand New Day was a thing. And Sean is our reviewer on how many books? My God, man. We've got Spider-Man, uh, Silk, Venom. Spider-Woman, Silk, and Venom. There you go. What's the best book out of all those? Oh, Spider-Woman by far. I think it's Marvel's best book. I, I, hmm. I like it, too. It's it's something you've not seen in a comic, I think. Which is a shame yeah. because it's not doing – as it's uh, in terms of it's not sales-wise, it's not picking you know picking up. But again, sales and quality is the totally vo- different. They've got the voice of Jessica Drew just perfect. I, I, I like that book a lot, too. 
Yeah, they just lost their artist, though, and I thought the book was going to get canceled, but it seems to be going still, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Well, what's your question, sir? Um, My question is about legacy characters, because in the yep. chat room, we were just talking, and I'm of the opinion that Marvel, under Axel Alonso, has become like an IP farm for Disney, so like, let's recast Iron Man as a black young woman, so when they recast in the movies, she's a black young woman. So I was just wondering... Who's your guys' favorite legacy character? Ooh. In Marvel? In Marvel or DC? In Marvel. Because Marvel. DC's usually, yeah. Ooh, I don't know. That's, um... There's not as many in Marvel as there are in DC. Um... I would probably say Captain Marvel. Uh, I, I prefer yeah. uh, Carol over uh, Marvel. Yeah, well, she's like the most successful of one of them, if, you, if we're going by that. In term. a lot of ways, yeah. She-Hulk. She's also another good one. That's true. She-Hulk is good. Miles is good. She's not really a legacy character. A legacy character is someone who assumes the, the mantle. Who assumes the title. That's true. That would be like, there'd have technically, the Hulk's legacy character would be uh, Red Hulk. Or, um, or um, and son of uh, Hulk. Amadeus and son of Hulk. now. Son of, um, son of, son of, son of Hulk. Son of bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think Miles is good. I think, uh, who else is good? I like Kamala. Would, would Miguel O'Hara? I didn't count? catch that one. Who was that? Uh, Miss Marvel. Marvel. I liked her Marvel. for a while, like the first run, but then after that, it kind of. I, I would consider Twenty Nine Nine a legacy character. He's the future Spider-Man. I like it. Mm-hmm. Just like Batman Beyond would be a legacy character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Let's see. Now was that would, but that would that also apply to any of the other particular Venoms too? Because I mean, well. Flash is kind of the well because Eddie, if Eddie Brock was the original Venom, and then Flash is now Venom. Was that make does that make Flash in a legacy I th- character? Now? I think Wally West is is pro- easily the most successful legacy character for DC. Oh, DC, yeah, and and, and 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 probably overall mm-hmm. out of out of uh, in comics period, right? Did, did Dick Grayson count as a legacy character since he took up the mantle for Batman for a while, uh, or is he his own thing with Nightwing? That, that, does that still exist in canon now, or has that been overwritten? Yeah, it has. It has existed because him and Damien are still like Damien when he came back to life. Told Dick that he was his favorite right. Batman. I wouldn't really count that because Dick was only Batman for what? How how long? Well, technically, like, he was Batman. He was technically Batman twice. Actually, he was Batman. Yeah, because he was Batman in uh, in uh, uh, God when Bane Prodigal was was the one that there was a story that came after Nightfall, and then yeah. there was another one was after was called. Um, where he uh, that was the uh, the most notable run recent one was what when they did that when Grant Morrison was doing Batman and Robin, um, so so and, but again, thanks to DC's constant reboots, I'm not sure what which one. I don't know if Prodigal still counts anymore at that point, but that was supposed to be his. That was supposed to be Dick Grayson's original time as uh, when he took up the mantle of Batman after um, after the whole Nightfall business took place. But yeah. Do you like legacy characters, guys? I always prefer the original. I do too. I'm not. I think the problem with the thing with the legacy character is that it's kind of like this idea of like, okay, like if the concept wise, if you just just because you give somebody the powers and the costume of a of a character doesn't necessarily make them that character. Is my. But yeah. I, I think sometimes when you do, when, that's the da- danger with having legacy characters is that you. That it just kind of make it kind of assumes that oh well that that anybody any one of these guys can be replaced that they're just the just, thing is uh, yeah. when it comes to Miles I I find him better 
not in the same universe. I like him as a legacy character when Spider-Man's dead, and for all intents and purposes. Well, that's how was initially how he was created, too, is because he was supposed to be a, someone who did take up the mantle. That and, and, and it's also interesting to note that Miles is not a legacy character for, for the 616 Peter Parker. He's a legacy character for the Ultimate Lines Peter yeah. Parker. Mm-hmm. So technically, he's he is, but he's not a legacy yeah. character. Yeah. He's, well, to offer a counterpoint... You go ahead. I yeah. prefer legacy characters. Really? I I love the idea that like somebody come in and tell a new story with someone. Like for me, I love K- Clint Barton, but I love Kate Bishop so much more because she comes in, she does everything Clint can do, and she makes it so effortless. And then all of her own issues are not the issues Clint had. So she's, I don't know. I just I like it when somebody comes in and tells does something new with the character. You mix it up and you mean you, yeah. you mean yeah. Yeah. yeah, you you like two point oh better than one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it yeah, also depends. Well, I'm sure it also depends on on the character too, because I'm sure there are certain legacy characters that are just, you know, you wish that you know they never became like I don't know which one that would be like the worst. Like, what would be the worst legacy character? <laughs> Falcon so, is Captain America. Oh, that second Blue Beetle. People didn't really like him much. Did they? <laughs> what Captain America is bad legacy? Which one do you say? Falcon. Oh, he, I, really? I don't mind him. The book's pretty good. I like it. But I just, they did it with Winter Soldier, though, and I liked I like Bucky. Two, I like two point but not three point Yeah, that is that is exactly what. So you kind of feel like <laughs> Sam Wilson like should be just kind of because well he is the Falcon. I mean that's kind of his yeah. his kind of his deal rather than having like oh this- I kind of like what that book they're referencing so much of Cap history, like mm-hmm. they brought in Diamondback and they got the serpents and and. Uh, and they got Misty Knight. JR, I mean, George, you would like that book, I think, yeah, since you love all those characters. It doesn't mean I will like the book. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> it, it, well, it, well, on the way, you to check it out. It honors the history of the, of the character. Well, well no. Huh. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. I'm, I'm dubious. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Anything that's being done by Marvel now, and you're like, they really honor the history. I'm like, no, okay, whatever. Whatever, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, our last major recommendation was Superior Foes, and we got that one That's true. down. Mm-hmm. Sean, where where do you listen to the podcast? Um, I listen to the podcast like on the site. Okay. Usually, you like, just post one of the links above the title, and I usually listen to it when I'm writing reviews. So okay. it's just like, you guys were the first opinions I valued on comics. Oh, well, that's oh, great. Nice. That's very nice. Wow. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, know, I came in the other day, we were talking in on the Facebook group, and I was like, Something about Dan Slott, and I was just like, I've literally only had Dan Slott on Amazing Spider-Man. I've never had a better writer, and it's like, oh, it hurts oh, a little. Man. Poor bastard. What year did you start with Spider-Man? <laughs> Slott started in 08? Yeah, I think I started reading at like the end of 08, 09. Jesus Christ. We were, we were only a, a few months into Brand New Day. There's, okay, there's, there's, there's a Roger Stern omnibus out there. Dude, you need, you need Marvel Unlimited. I've got JMS. I've got JMS's run. Uh, JMS yeah. is my Spider-God. Oh, man. But uh, the oh, first comic I ever picked up was, do you remember the one where Black Cat was wearing the Spider-Man shirt? Yeah, yeah. That oh, was my God. first comic. On top of the diamonds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that was, was your one. That's a, well, I guess that was your first, Black Cat. I mean, that was your exposure to Joe Kelly, too, which was I thought was I mean, he can be which he can be really good, but he can be really he can also and be I, horrible. Yeah, exactly. He's never <laughs> that was that was the issue that I think Donovan told uh, Brad that uh, he was effing wrong. Whenever <laughs> talk uh, about how Black Cat has got a lot of sex appeal. 
All, all about sex, I yeah. think was the phrase you yeah. kept using. Hey, Joe Kelly was also one of the writers in the first season of uh, of the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. So mm-hmm. Damn. let's 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 temper our response there. <laughs> all right, Sean. Anything else you want to ask? No, no, that was my question. All right, man. I Congratulations. Hey, hey do you like years, Celine you Dion? <laughs> do I like Celine Dion? I do not. <laughs> he's asking. I like him. that you guys. He's trying to make a. He's trying to make a smart ass point. Sean, because because every time we have somebody from Sweden come on, I ask them if they like ABBA. Which, by the way, I'm like four for four or five for five. <laughs> yeah. I would never ask if somebody not from the Canada if they like Celine Dion because Celine Dion is not to Canada what ABBA is to Sweden. It's is it, it's not the same goddamn thing. Oh my yeah, God, Sean, do you like Brian? Is a monster. The question you would have asked is like, does he like Nickelback? Do you like William Shatner? <laughs> oh, gosh. or Brian Adams? What about William Shatner? <laughs> I mean, I know Brian Adams is like your Springsteen up there. I like Brian. Brian. Yeah, he is. I like Brian. Although, I'm a- man. All right, Sean. I appreciate you calling in, buddy. Yeah, and I hope to be with you guys for a long time. So, right, thanks Brian. for everything, Brad. Thanks. Have a great time. We like. All right, bye. We like to keep you around. All right. <laughs> See you guys. See ya. Very hey. nice. Good to talk to him. Good talking to you. All right. All right. Who else we got? Robert Willing. Yeah, Robert Willing is next up. Robert. He's he's on a tight schedule as well. Did you, Robert? I gotta, I gotta run and get another drink real quick. I'll be right back. Right, here comes Robert. You'll be missed. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go into the green room and remove. So how I love that I got that. Robert, right what's going on, sir? Robert, take one. Robert, Robert you're on. Robert. What's going on, Robert? Wrong line. Are you on the line? Good. It says he is. He's on the line. It Long says the he's line. there. <laughs> Maybe he fell asleep. Robert, or can what? you hear the sound of my voice? Walk towards the light, sir. <laughs> no, don't do that. We want you to walk away from the light. Stay uh, away from the light, Robert. No, I, <laughs> well, it looks like Sean was already removed from the green room. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, let's call Robert one more time. All right. Let's see here. You know, I don't think we've had, we've had one person from the United States tonight. Have, no, Col- we have Colorado. Yeah. Unless you don't yeah, count one Colorado person. from the United States. I mean, <laughs> I mean, well, they're too busy getting high. They're above yeah, the United right, States. Yeah. Robert. No, Virginia. We had another one from Virginia, too. Oh, yeah, Virginia. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah Virginia and Colorado. Shh, shh, Robert, are you there? Robert, are you there? <laughs> Sorry, not nice not work. Mike not working. Robert's mic's not oh, working. Oh, Unless he's on mute. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just a sec. We'll call, okay, well, how about we get somebody in? We'll call him back. That's cool. All right. I'm back. Wow, that was fast. You didn't miss much. We couldn't you get didn't it miss much. <laughs> Who's up next, Zach? What do we got? Uh, let me look at my queue. Trying to. Th- wait. Oh, busy. Talking. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Wait. Try, try Robert now. Okay. Oh, he's back Robert. on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's see if his mic is working now. All right. You got it. If you can give it, get him up. I don't see him online anymore. Oh, he's not on. He's not in the green room. He's anymore? not lit up for me to drag in. Let me, let me, um, let me add people to this call. Let me see if I can do it. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> I, okay. I knew he was going to start dragging people in. <laughs> well, I usually can't. Oh, there he is. Okay, oh, got it all. Add to call. All right, let's see if this works. There he is. <sighs> not yet. He's still ringing hey. on my end. Robert, you there, sir? Hello. There you hey. are. Hey, Robert. Uh, Okay, maybe not. 
No, no, I can well, 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 we can hear you. What? All right, I'll try no. again. I'll let you know when. No, 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 don't leave us. No, 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 no. no. He's our first. Hold on. First. Are you I can, we can hear you fine. Robert, you're coming in great. Robert. You probably can't hear us. We can hear him. Okay, type in the type in the window. Robert, we can hear you. Robert. <laughs> we can hear you. We can hear you. Oh, you can hear me? I can't hear you guys. Yes, you got to just ask your that uh yeah, headphones aren't working. Oh, um, well, my question simply is one of two things. Um, one, I've heard rumors that um, they were going to originally kill off Felicia during Spider Island. Do you no. guys think that that would have been the better no. time for her to die as a hero? They should and secondly, have. Because let's face it, what do you guys think could be done at all to redeem her, given what they've done with her? Or do you think she's too far gone and the best thing to do is to kill her off no <laughs> sounds like ashley's, so ashley's so having a heart attack right now, now. <laughs> um, i will and, follow and, her in death and i'm typing in robert it was not it was not spider island it was end of the earth that they were originally going to do that let's have ashley answer should we yeah. have killed your favorite character off hell no instead of being you? what did i do <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> How can we redeem Black Cat, Ashley? She just needs to, I don't know, see her little hissy fit through. And just, I don't know. She's uh, just I'm, from, um, I'm from Michigan. Okay, her Michigan. Okay, Go ahead, Ashley. I'm sorry. She just needs to blow off whatever steam her head is filled with. Let her little hissy fit run its course. And, I don't know, she'll be back on track. And she needs to be put into the hands of a better writer. That's really all that needs to happen, because... What she's doing in Silk right now, I like it. She's got kind of that heart of gold underneath her tough exterior, and they're they're keeping that, um, you know, that quality that I think is so integral to her character. Well, she's also so as long as that is preserved, I feel like whatever external events are going on around her, she can pull through. I just asked uh, Robert how he listens to the show and how long he's been listening. Let's see if he can hear us. Uh, I can hear you guys now, and uh, yep, and um. And I, it's been so long, I, like I said, I've said once, sorry, I didn't say it here before, but um, it's, yeah, I've listened to you guys since the early years, but when I lost interest in Spider-Man, I, everything went with it, unfortunately, even the crawl space. Yeah. But um, I've been keeping tabs with the crawl space once a month regularly still, still can't believe it's been 10 years, my God. No doubt, no doubt. But um, yeah, it's just. Every time I'm watching stuff with Spider-Man, I keep thinking, like, ooh, get my interest. Oh, jeez. Ooh. Uh. So not a slot fan, huh? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I like his ideas. His executions is the problem, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, mean, I would agree 100%. Because especially, yeah. especially when there's earlier stuff, I mean, some people have, I mean, like, for example, the Spider-Man Human, Human Torch miniseries is actually considered one of his, you know, best, best works. And then, but over the over time, maybe it's just because he's just been on the been in the, on the comic for so long. It's just you can kind of start seeing it starts coming up. You know, after a while, the well starts getting dry. You know, but but the one thing the I well was sorry, sorry. Uh, I was just saying what the one thing I'm sick and tired of the most is his Mary suing of characters. I mean, Silk, oh yeah, when Silk started off, I'm just like, 
Oh. How shilling can you get? I mean, if it the, was for, the Silk Book's actually good when Slot's not oh, writing it. Oh yeah, That's, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. No argument. But I'm saying when he started, yeah. it's like it's like bendeth with Riri, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, we don't need to set up a new character. Let's just say, oh, she's smarter than Tony in every way, and just and tell people everything instead of showing it. Right. Or like, yeah, there's a, there's a really bad epidemic at Marvel right now with the writing staff in that they want to tell you how great this character is instead of showing you. And Dan Slott cannot write female characters. No, I've just, I've just determined, you know, I I haven't read a She-Hulk, so I I can't comment on that. Oh, uh, I loved loved it. There's a lot of people that like that run, but it seems like with Spider-Man and female characters, he gets them wrong. Agree. Almost all the time. Well, you look at his Aunt May. His Aunt May is a sh- uh, shrill <laughs> who is irritating. Which Aunt May is, you know, I know that that sh- some people think that that's her default setting is to be irritating. But uh, there's actually but character. MS, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you've got, you know, the only one that he's written well is the one he created. But even then, it was so beating you over the head with Anna Maria Marconi mm-hmm. that you knew this was going to be a love interest. That it was hard hard for it to be enjoyable. The rest of the female characters that he's created have been either complete morons like Sujani, or <laughs> worse, yeah, um, so papered thin that you can see it transparently through the through the pages. The only thing I will give him is that he fixed Carly for a little bit and made her tolerable. Well, mm. anything could have fixed Carly at that point. <laughs> that, that was a very low bar to sit that was set. Robert, how do you listen to the podcast? Um, I usually listen to it on podcasts on my phone or my iPod. Like when you're, are you driving around or what are you doing? Oh, when I drive around, when I sneak it in when I'm at work, when I'm at home, <laughs> things like that. That's funny. The, bo- the boss never catches you listening, huh? Not when I'm pushing cards down the lot, no. <laughs> That's, where do you work, uh, uh, Robert? Sam's Club. Oh. oh, I am a Sam's Club. Represent, brother. Yep. Yep. I'm a, uh, I'm, a for- sorry. I'm a former employee of the Evil Empire. <laughs> oh yeah. Trust me. I I'm not gonna say I know any better, but my place. Oh boy, we have a dictator in our spot. Any other questions, Robert? Um. Well. Nothing really. I'm just want to get out. And actually, now that I can more hear you guys and say yeah. it, is that the main reason when I left is after the stuff with Felicia. I mean, I didn't mind how they got her there. I actually felt, aside from wait a minute, wasn't her identity already public? That aside, mm-hmm. I did not mind how they got there. It felt like a betrayal and everything. Yeah. Pushing her over the edge, perfectly fine. Everything else afterwards. Yeah. I, I don't think she can be redeemed. And I always saw, saw her as being, I think one more day screwed her up, period, once they mm-hmm. took out her no. maturing due to the marriage. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you have a favorite episode? Uh, episode? Um, oh, oh, of the show? Of the show, uh, I would, yeah. I would, I would say my favorite episode had to be any of the Tom DeFalco interviews yeah. during Spider-Girl. Those were good. Those were good. Yes. Yep. All right, Robert. Well, thank you for calling in, sir. Hey, no hey, do you um, like Madonna? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> God almighty damn. You don't have to answer that, oh, Robert. This, uh, this is JR's <sighs> lone contribution to <laughs> JR is just trolling tonight. That's well, all JR is doing. Last thing before I go, JR, just want to say, 
friend of mine found your website and it helped him relook back at how Spider-Man should be handled and want to thank you for that. There you go. Uh, Don't thank encourage you very it. much. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, when's the next article going to be out? <laughs> We're six years late. <laughs> uh. This is the article. <laughs> you like Madonna. <laughs> okay, I'm getting all kidding aside. Thank you, guys. Thanks, man. No Thanks for listening. Thanks, right, Robert. Bye, Robert. Bye. bye, Robert. That was nice. That's funny. That was Poor Ashley. Traumatizing. No, no, that was all <laughs> hate on Black Cat yeah, that was the, but that was like I was saying it was end of the earth was was it, because I remember there was that um, that one of those teaser arts when uh, end of the earth where it was originally going to be Spider Man teaming up with Black Cat and uh, the Flash, oh, that's Flash right. Thompson, Agent Venom thing, but then oh. because of because of the way they were arranged at the time, that's when they substituted Silver Sable and Black Widow in yeah. to that arc. Andre, right, Zach? Yeah. All right, here comes Andre. We just had Andre already. We just had Andre. Oh, yeah, we had Andre. He hang up on him. Okay. <laughs> All right, Treva. Uh, I mean, it was a good call, but I mean, like, you're like, you know what? I want to get his back. ass back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Treva. There's people waiting, for Christ's sake, you I'm monster. Very, I'm very I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, also, remove uh, Sanchez out of the room. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Treva, what's going on, man? Nothing, Larry. Um, I. How are you? What, where, where are you calling from? Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina, United it's, States. There you it's, go. It's and not Trevia, Brad. Yeah, oh, Tevia. Tevia. I'm so Tevia. sorry. I'm so sorry. Who speaks for a living? Uh, well, I'm going <laughs> to tell you. Thank you. has called in before. Yep. Yep. Um, from last year. Yep. Oh, very cool. So this is your second call-in show. Very nice. Yep. So how long have you been listening to the podcast? Um, uh, a couple of years from now, actually, um, I started listening way back in 2014. Okay. What's so, your question? Uh, uh, I have two questions, actually. Okay. Um, the first question is, now that we knew about how it had been announced, and with Peter Barton and Mary Jane, maybe coming back to get and Mary Cavalry, will we knew about it affect the main Marvel universe, just for DC Rebirth doing right now with Superman? Oh, you're talking about you renew your vows? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, I know that. I think. I think. Um, I think with the kind of. I imagine the first issue of that. Um, of that book when it comes out might. I think it's going to do better than the. Um, whatever issue of Amazing Spider-Man is going to come out for that month. Yeah. But yeah, then. Yeah, because after all, it's a, it's a number one issue. It's got a couple. I mean, it's there's at least a, a variant cover attached to it. Also, the fact it's Conway and Stegman and it's and it's coming off the heels of, you know, this, you know, renew your, the main Renew Your Vows series. And as fans have been wondering about what, you know, looking forward to seeing a, sp- a spider marriage return. Granted, it's not technically returning, but sort of returning. Yeah. But um, I think, but after that is going to, where it's going to be really interesting to see whether, where it's going to, where it's going to compete with the other, with the other main Amazing Spider-Man title. Because usually, any series that's usually kind of an alternate universe out of continuity book, they don't usually, they don't quite do as, they don't quite pull in the, the uh, numbers as the in continuity stuff does. Yeah. But, but again, this, since this is, a, it's all since this is subtitled Amazing Spider-Man, it probably has a better, it probably has a better shot than most. So I, I, I do want to say uh, one thing. Um, and I said this, I think, on the last message board question, uh, since we're asking, you know, will this affect, the, you know, what's going on in the Marvel Universe? Uh, 
with like mm-hmm. what DC's doing. Because I also said earlier in this call, uh, or in the call-in show, that I wouldn't be surprised if Marvel tries some sort of DC Rebirth, what DC Rebirth did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even if that happens, uh, the marriage will not return. Uh, it it doesn't matter that it's that fans love it. And remember the CBR the CBR poll we just had uh, when uh, Renew Your Vows Ongoing was announced. Remember how overwhelmingly people were like, "Yes, bring the marriage back." Yeah, and that. it was the same way. And you know, and of course, haters out there will say, "Well, you can't trust that internet poll. It's not reflective of the comic reading public." It, it was the exact same result right after one more day. That the, they that ran sounded the like Rick same, Moranis yeah. from Ghostbusters. They, they ran the exact yeah, you, same. You did, you did do a Rick Moranis. That was they totally exa- Rick Moranis. They ran yeah, the exact same right. poll, and it had the exact same goddamn result. But whereas DC will listen to their readers and they okay sure we'll bring you back a married uh, a married superman for sure marvel will not do that and it's all because this is an ego thing with joke waseda he will not admit he was wrong he will absolutely not allow that to happen mm-hmm. none of that's going that's to happen right. and it doesn't matter if that's what fans want joke waseda doesn't care what he matter what he wants matters more but is he is he directly involved with? Yes, he's the, the chief. Publisher. He's the chief character. He's the trade. He's the chief creative officer. I think yeah. that's that's the guy that's usually supposed to be the one who kind of helps coordinates um, the comic books materials he, for their other for their other uh, for television and movie stuff. But and is then, he not too busy with television and movies to be no, focused he, on the? He, he got promoted to a point where he basically is like, this is how the characters are going to go. They gave him more power, Zach. What? How? Because because they, because, because they, chief creative officer <laughs> because because Marvel's now because Marvel's now in the business of of actually of of character licensing. I mean they yeah. the, the television yeah. television movies for Marvel they make more buck they make more bucks for them than the comic books do. Yeah, they, and not not yeah. only that, but like even when Quesada was replaced with Alonzo, Alonzo was Quesada's yes man. He's he's going to he he's had the exact same mind as Quesada was. Whatever Quesada wanted for the character, Alonzo's not going to go against. So, yeah, don't hold your breath. I, I said it last time, I think, on the message board questions. We're not going to get the marriage back in Amazing Spider-Man until Quesada and all of the Quesada yes-men, Brever, Alonzo, are out. So, maybe Alonzo yeah. is, is a puppet, basically, for Quesada. Oh, yeah. No, for Quesada, this is a matter of pride. This was, this was one of – he likes being remembered as the person who, quote-unquote, fixed Spider-Man. And by fixing, I mean get it to where he wanted it and, and – not really caring about where anyone else wanted it. It was purely an egotistical decision. Agreed. And I know that that's a controversial opinion to have, and sometimes I've gotten flack for it, even on the on the podcast from other folks. I don't care. That's exactly how it went down. What's your other question? Oh, well, yeah, my second question, John, is the, um, besides you need a value, um, these, have, these have been bombing for a long time with, all, with my last static and made it sad, because <laughs> here's the thing I'm wondering about this. Here's what I'm saying. If DC can have Superman have a son in the main universe, and Marvel had, well, they used to have a lot of power couple, and now a part of them gone. Thank you, Secret Wars. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I wonder about this. If we can have Marvel in the main universe, and we can have Stoke in the main universe, Spider Gwen in the main universe, Spider Gwen in the main universe, why can't we have made a part of Spider Gwen in the main universe too? Why can't we? Uh. I knew this was coming. That's a Zach question. Go ahead. I, you know, it's a very frustrating uh, thing. Uh, I've I've been incredibly frustrated with the the overexposure of Spider Gwen. 
Um, we've yeah. talked about this on Mayday Mondays a little bit, um, yeah. but I've I've been very frustrated in that we have gotten a, such a push with Spider Gwen because of basically, sorry Ashley, cosplayers, <laughs> um, and it's. Wow. Because well, no, it's, no, it's, it's true, it's though. Very, it's true. It is. It is. It's, it's very true. And, it's and, very in issues and cosplay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and so and cool. if Mayday Parker got half the push that uh, Spider Gwen's gotten, I think she would be a far more popular character. I mean, they even took they even stripped away her her iconic costume, for yeah. God's sake. Um, they and did, yeah. I had a I had a conversation with Ron Friends uh, off the record. Well, don't yeah. say it. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, like, we weren't, we weren't recording. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of a, a funny story. He was leaving a voicemail, and I accidentally answered the voicemail. So, because um, it's tied to my phone. But um, he told me, and this is something we're going to talk about in our interview, um, that they when they did their, when they did that uh, backup issue mm-hmm. during uh, during the event. The Spider-Verse, you mean? The Spider Verse event, they uh, they were basically trying to play devil, trying to uh, put enough da- reasonable doubt where they could potentially down the road fix the character of Mayday. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, when so she went event crazy. She tried to kill um one inheritors, Demers, I think. Yeah, Demers. Yeah, Demos. Yeah. Shut up, you old That pissed me off. Like, what the hell? Like, well, I mean, that was that that was Dan Slott trolling the trolling the internet. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line. Uh, he he could have done the same story without having to kill the characters, but it was shock value as well. It was, right. but yeah, I I think I think you can do Mayday Parker right. I would like to have seen a lot more Mayday in Web Warriors, yeah. but it's it yeah. But you see, when you're reading that book, she's only in about six or seven issues. I suspect so, that's editorial. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I think I think there's some ego because she is tied to the Clone Saga because of her costume. She's tied to the Clone Saga because of that's when she was conceived. Yep. So I which know is that ironic a- because now because they're since they're they're referen- they're kind of sort of uh, doing a nostalgia Clone Saga thing with this clone conspiracy that's yep. coming up. Yeah, well, because there's a lot of people my age that are coming up that are fans of the Clone Saga <laughs> that started during the during that era. Yep. So, so uh, Tevia, how do you listen to the show? I need to show it on your website and for my phone. Like, okay, through your phone. Are you are you going to the gym or are you what are you doing when when it's on the phone? Listening to it in the car. Uh, yeah, like, when I go, when I go, go driving, actually, I you can do it on, my, on the car. Cool. All right. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Oh Have wait. Fun oh, out there. I, Thanks. I, what? Oh, I, what? I, I do one more question. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the, Last one. Two. Uh, sorry. Yeah. You're too going along with the first one in the show right now. So, so did you agree with what's happening right now in general? And Marvel is suffering a civil war too, BS. I even just wonder about this. Wait. Will Marvel suffer for all these stupid point events like, like Civil War 2 and the Clone Conspiracy and all the other like, garbage game right now, which part of the industry is still existing? They are, they are suffering. Basically, yeah, they just got their asses kicked this summer. They're they totally have. If you they just got curb stomped like narcs at a biker rally. Oh. Yeah, because because <laughs> <laughs> if you've been keep track because if you've been keep tracking of all these uh all the um diamond stuff that uh, that ICV two puts out and um and 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 uh, Comicron puts out. Yeah, DC has just completely trounced 
um, outs them, and so, you know, especially the last month they had in the terms of it, with regards with their whole DC rebirth. Yep. I mean, the the last. I mean, I don't think if I remember correctly, the only the only books that I think that there was only I don't think Marvel is aside from the Civil War two issues, Star Wars, Star and Star Wars. No, but even there, not one of the Marvel's comics reached above a hundred thousand. A thousand, except for the Civil War two two stuff, and I think I think uh, Star Wars and Amazing Spider Man, they barely got into the top twenty five. Also, I that think. Star Wars Darth Vader did really well. Yeah, that was which is a. Is so a what you've book. been reading that on Marvel Unlimited? I read like thirteen issues back to back. It's great. I haven't, but I want to. Ooh, it's, uh, I, I want to do it before yeah. uh, Rogue One comes out because Darth Vader's going to be in that. And goddamn, oh. yeah, Darth, the Darth Vader series is actually. Oh. Man, it's worth, yeah. It's, I, by the way, that that does not bode well for anyone in that movie. Nope. No, I'm no, getting a very, I'm getting a very everyone in this movie dies kind of vibe. For well, well, it is, yeah. it, is a, it is an interqual between the uh, between episode three and episode four. So. Right. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking it's like a dirty dozen, you know. Kind yeah, of. I'm, I'm getting that same uh, thing too. Yeah. Actually, dude, I, I still want to see it if Darth Vader just kills every character in it. <laughs> Darth Vader wipes put people down. I'm going to squeak in the movie theater. Oh dude, my god. Down. No doubt. You know what would be great if he like went around and force choked everybody. I'm actually getting goosebumps uh, right now. The walls, <laughs> uh, Tevia. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Tevia. Bye. 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 Yeah. You know what's what's sad about this Mayday thing, and since he brought it up, um, is that Mayday fits so hand in hand with what Disney is in the business of, and that's making you know, quote unquote, princess characters. You know, like these characters that girls can look up to. DC does such yeah. a good job with that that DC hero girl line. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've had oh. had one for decades, and they don't want to acknowledge it. No, it's, they don't. And I have this theory: it's because it's popular, and they don't want it to be. That's true. Well, and the other thing uh, is too, because like you, they right, want it to go in, away. Uh, Javi, oh, hell Texas. yeah, Javi. Hey, Javi, another fellow Texan. There you go. Yeah, he's down in. Hey, Javi. Javi, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah. Pretty good. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, Javi is me. our uh, Spider-Man 2099 reviewer. You also do Spider-Gwen and and Miles, right? That's correct. There you he, go. He's our 2099 reviewer after a little nudging. <laughs> <laughs> and calling in from Texas, right? That's right. Austin, if that counts as Texas. <laughs> you are in the liberal quarantine. I got three That's, Texas people on here, JR. <laughs> I tell people that we exile all the hippies to Austin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we Like we the Phantom Zone that. or something. Better three from Texas and two from Missouri. Oh, stop. Oh, oh stop, 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 stop. Avi, <laughs> I mean, how long have you been listening to the show, man? Uh, since the inception. Oh, wow. I think, because it's 10 years, right? Yeah, yeah. 10 years. Yeah. yeah, my daughter's going to be 10 in November. Holy like crap. How old and, are you? And uh, we got our first iMac uh, right when she was born, and that's when I started listening to the podcast. Was holding her as a baby and just and now she's out ten with nothing years to, old. My goodness, she's going to be ten in November. Yeah. Wow. How old are you? Wow. Because I thought you. I always thought maybe you were like in your early thirties, mid thirties. Thirty eight. No, oh. no, I just turned thirty nine. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> happens just a lot from here on out, Javi. That's yeah. kind of like how my birthdays now work, Javi. So. <laughs> Yeah. I'm 44, and when people ask me how old I am, I'm still saying 42. Yes, I, I just put aluminum in my deodorant for that. So. Yeah. Javi, when did you start going to the, the website? When did it start? Uh, 1998. That sounds about right. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You, I remember Javi. one? I remember Javi from yeah. the Spider-Man message board on Alvaro boards. Oh, my gosh. That far back, oh, huh? So, wow. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a long time, yeah. 
and and the, I'm the only one that has that useless amount of information. To remember. <laughs> hey, Javi, did you remember uh, Cyber Weasel from there? <laughs> yes, I remember. Yeah, uh, he sent he sent me a message through our Facebook thing, just saying hi. He's in Houston. Oh wow! Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I'm about to be in Houston. <sighs> Houston. I had a lot. I had a lot of pals back in the day on that old uh, Avaro board. I admit, I, it's still there, but it's not acting that well. Here's here's what happened with that. Thing. They they banned uh, one more. Yeah, when one more day hit, they got a little. Yeah. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A little oppressive about what they were letting and what they weren't. <laughs> And, yeah, like uh, most websites and boards, and yeah, yeah, because yeah, remember Marvel, Marvel banned it from their message boards. If yeah. you brought up one more day, you got banned and kicked off. There's the a message. time that we were one of the only spider sites you could talk about. We it. became yeah. a right. We became a refuge. <laughs> I was on night shift at that point, so I had nothing to do from 11 to 7 a.m. But mm-hmm. read message boards. <laughs> oh, wow. so yeah, Poor you. That was a but dark that, time in my life. Well, in that time, know, like, literally, and, literally, <laughs> yeah. At, at that point, comic boards for me, like, just kind of, it, it seemed to just like people just kind of lost interest in being there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, because right. it because it got so well. Over- honestly, it hasn't I, I, gone uh, updated with the times. That site looks the same as it did in '95. It well, does. It, yeah. You know who actually owns it now? Who? The same. It's. I think it's the same group that owns. Um, Spider Fan. Oh, really? That's, that site has not updated with the time. Yeah, Spider Fan. No, it has not. Spider Fan was is like um, usually they've been pretty good, but yeah, for the past couple times it's just like yeah they've been because sometimes you, and Sam Ruby were the first two Spider Man sites I yep. went to. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, man. I remember at the time um, though, like when that happened with the one more day thing. It wasn't the Spider Man mods doing it. It was other mods from other uh, like in the community. Oh, really? that were, yeah, it wasn't the Spider mods that were doing it. I tell you, the beginning of the end of that of that board was actually during Sins Past because they that was the first time they ever banned a, a topic was Sins Past. I oh, remember because it exploded. That yeah, this, I remember. I can still remember when Ron Zimmerman went on there. <laughs> oh my gosh! And acted know, like I, such a dick. I meant to put this on the front page. Do you know who Ron Zimmerman dated? Share. Really? That's not for a couple for a while. Wait a minute. We've had this conversation. Have we? Yes, I brought it up during Spider History. Oh my gosh. Maybe that's why I heard it. But <laughs> it's better when like, JR's the one who remembers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the, well, the oldest man is like, hey, he's, hey, he's taking this Geritol today. Yeah. And his Metamucil. And my Preparation H. Yeah. Uh, Which does so, feel good so on hobby, the whole. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Hobby, six. Six uh, inappropriate remarks. Uh, 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 wait a minute. You already geez. had six. This would be seven. Seven. <laughs> seven inappropriate Do you have a favorite uh, episode uh, since you've listened to all of them, it sounds like? Do I have favorites? Yeah, favorite episode or any funny moments that come to mind? It's okay to say all the ones with me. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> God. Nah, nothing. Do not, do nothing not strikes me. Ego. I just remember, you know, the the old gang with like Kevin and and Stella, and then how and and obviously Spidey dude, and yeah, and how it just just morphed and added, and now we're at where we're at. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Do you know what I'm doing right now? Celebrity uh, uh, interview. Oh man, oh this this is really hard to say. It's not one of my favorites. I mean, obviously, you've had some great people like Josh Keaton and Stan Lee. Yeah. But I remember um, when Slot was on. Oh, oh I remember that day, one. Yeah. And I was so optimistic Weren't that we? this guy was coming to Spider-Man. And, and 
flash forward to today, I yeah. take my kids to the library and we're thumbing through stuff. They got a whole bunch of new Spider-Man trades at our library. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And there was one of the volumes of Superior Spider-Man with um, uh, when Miguel crosses over with it. And mm-hmm. I picked it up and I'm like, I've never read this. I should read this. And then I'm like, no, it's slot. I know I'm going to hate it. And yeah. I just put it back on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to pick them up uh, the Roger Stern omnibus there at the library. That would be cool. Are you uh, not re- currently reading ASM? I think you uh, you said a long time ago you dropped it. Just you like the satellites better. Yeah, yeah. When was the last time you read Amazing? Um, on a consistent basis or just in general? Sure. Yeah. Uh, one more day. That was it. Oh, that was wow. it. I I peeked in for six hundred mm-hmm. because I wanted the milestone issue. I didn't get seven hundred. I got um, not. The most recent Amazing Spider-Man number one, but the one prior that came out with Amazing Spider-Man two, because oh, yeah, yeah. I ordered the um, J. Scott Campbell cover. Ah. Mm-hmm. so that's why I have that. And then I wound up getting the uh, point ones, the uh, flashback story where Slot was almost writing Peter Parker correctly. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost. <laughs> which is kind of funny because I think he almost because it seems like that's kind of the Spider-Man he would prefer. He kind of prefers is that. It's sort of like that Stanley, Steve Ditko, John Romita Sr. Spider-Man era. Yeah. And, you know, that's yeah. why, I mean. You almost want to give the guy the Untold Tales of Spider-Man type comic mm-hmm. and let him just go hog wild. Mm. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> no, I, honestly, I think I think because, I mean, when you think about the books that we've liked, we loved, universally loved on this show when we started that Human Torch Spider-Man mini. Yeah. I remember distinctly J.R. Fettinger saying, I really want Dan Slott in there, and then flat, and then our ten year yeah. flash forward ten years later, we're like, please don't say that. <laughs> Slot interview from what? Oh eight. I, I agree. That was a good. That was like a three. That was a. That was probably the one of the best days of my life because <laughs> I got to, I got to interview the writer of Amazing Spider. It all went downhill from there. <laughs> and I remember because like uh, Spidey Dude was at the Cowboy game, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was about to mention that I was at the Cowboy yeah. game. Oh wow! Yeah. And, and then it was all uh, downhill from there. That's it. It was literally all my, my, my life has spiraled out of control since. Well, how, I mean, just, I remember with Amazing Spider-Man, but yeah, I mean, you, how have you, <laughs> you got a question for any of us? Any, anything you want? Uh, and it was actually kind of along those lines. Yeah. Um, for me right now, the, the three books that I'm reading, I, I read those three because I'm trying to capture the essence of the Spider-Man that I knew with, with Miguel. It's not so much Peter Parker. It's just visiting that character that filled in for Peter when Peter was going crazy back through the uh, major clone saga. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like retouching base with that, even though he's not in 2099, then he is, then he's not, then he is. Um, it's still the same creator, so I like I like having that book. Um, hey, Javi, does, it, does reading Spider-Man 2099, because Brad and I have talked about this, uh, or we've talked about it on the, spider, on the satellite title stuff, but does it make you wish that Peter David could write Amazing Spider-Man? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 And I've even gotten some older issues of uh, Spectacular that he did. And it's like, oh man. Yeah. Why is he not Do you more? do you subscribe to Marvel Unlimited? No, no, I don't. I I've been reading Amazing Through and it's just so nice to see uh the Peter that I know. The Peter Parker yeah. that is uh is knows about consequences, has has a supporting cast, uh isn't an idiot. <laughs> I mean it's just so nice to read that after yeah. a palette of such immaturity lately. So, so for me, like reading the, well, 
up until recently reading the Miles Spider-Man was uh, just it had some of the same things where he's trying to come of age and and mm-hmm. balance everything. And with Spider-Gwen is to me feels like it's a rock and roll version. If Stan and Steve and John had made Spider-Man today, if they were young men trying to get that, it, it juggles a lot of those themes for me of what I recognize to be Spider-Man that I don't see present. Mm. In you know international Iron Man or I mean Amazing Spider Man, <laughs> whatever they're calling it. Where did that come so, from? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So for me, my baseline when I think of who Spider Man is, it's those early Lee Ramita Ditko issues because yeah. my dad didn't buy me Amazing Spider Man when I was a kid. Ah. He bought me the Marvel Tales reprints, which had just started. Uh, over from zero or from amazing fantasy 15. A, a Marvel so the, tales 137. I remember that. That was the first yeah, time so I read Ditko's. Yeah. My first, my first Spider-Man comic that I consciously remember was uh, the reprint of amazing Spider-Man number five. And then he would get them for me from then on, from that point. Yeah. So to me, that's, that's informed so much of, you know, who I became and how I related to that character and, and I don't, I don't see that in the books anymore. So, so to me, that's my baseline. That's where I judge everything else, be it the cartoons or the video games. And I was wondering what you guys, who, what is your Spidey baseline? Is it a comic? Is it, you know, one of the animated series? Was it the first Raimi movie? What formed your Spider-Man identity? My mine was uh, a little bit before the marriage and the marriage, like the the stern uh, Michelin era. Yeah, that's when I really got into Spider-Man. I'm like this. I love this stuff, like the early Hobgoblin stuff. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that. That's my baseline. Him, him in grad school, uh, dating Mary Jane, marrying Mary Jane. That's when I. That's when I. That's the type I like, as opposed to the the high school version that they always go back to. Yeah. What about anybody else? Let's hear Mike. Let's just go down the line to answer that one. Mike, what's um, your baseline? I'm Mike. I'm kind of with Javi on the on the idea of the Stanley Steve Ditko era. I mean, not so much him staying in high school, but just the uh, kind of the the tone that it set and the uh, and the themes that it explored with the uh, with the where where that's to me those and you had some of the some of the the best characters that came out of that that area. Yeah. Um, and also, if in terms of another media, I think the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon was kind of the best in terms of encapsulating all the different Spider-Man eras into like one package that kind of somehow made it work. And it's a shame that that cartoon didn't go past a, you know, get to get a third season. What with, uh, studio politics and everything. But yeah, but those two would, those would be my two. Um, if there were two choices right there, Ashley, what's your baseline? What's your favorite version? My favorite version of Spider-Man spectacular. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. JR, your favorite? Wow, that's a interesting question. I mean, I've, I mean, I started, I became a Spider-Man fan for keeps during the Conway uh, Ross Andrew era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of, in fact, you know, my Spider-Man or my Peter Parker has always looked like the, you know, in my mind has always just looked like the Ross Andrew uh, Peter Parker. <sighs> Favorite version, though, when I really enjoyed it. You know, I almost have to say during the Stern era, yeah. because at that time, Peter and I were the same age. Um, <clears throat> just, you know, he was like in his 20s. He was in grad school. I was in college in my 20s. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess, I, you know, Matlow was writing the title and it was he had a real strong run. Stern had a strong run. And, you know, it was one of those things where you looked forward to getting 
both Spider-Man titles, you know? So it wasn't like, well, there was one that you really liked and the other one you were getting just to, you know, to round out the collection. They were both good. So I, I guess that maybe that era. George? I would probably say the same thing. Uh, for me, the strongest run was uh, the Stern DeFalco period. Um, yeah. But, I mean, also, that, that's not to take anything, anything away because, like, really, you could look at the and, – and I didn't like the, the Stan and Steve stuff as much mm. as everyone else does. But for me, like, really, the, the mainstay for me, uh, from what I know of the character, from the way that the character hits home to me the most is from that period where uh, – where um, Stan and, and Ramita did it. Oh yeah, all the way through the end of DeFalco, with Michelini and 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 McFarlane, stuff started to become really hit and miss for me. Mm-hmm. And and then after that, you know, you had we got in further into the to, into the nineties when all of Marvel just started to descend into crap. Um, You're about you had, to stamp stomp on Zach's favorite era. You had, well, no, I'm, I'm talking about overall quality. Some of the art was really bad back then. Oh yeah, some of the art when was they tried bad. To, when they tried to become image light, yeah, yo, yeah, and that, uh, yeah. and and so for that's when Marvel started to started to go off the rails for me. Was was probably towards the oh, I guess when Bagley got on board. Uh, and that's not and it's nothing to say for Bagley. Bagley even said that on talent. a Fight Club. We we love yeah. Bagley stuff, but uh, yeah. I've always said that like I've always liked Bagley's art. Yet. I didn't like the period uh, of Amazing Spider-Man that he was the artist for. And then the other thing he's known for is Ultimate Spider-Man, which pff, is dead on arrival to me. <laughs> so, you know, I, I haven't really enjoyed all that much of his work. Well, Bagley's the only reason I graded Ultimate End as high as I did, because yeah. otherwise that was complete rubbish. That was a mess. If it, if it yes. wasn't nice to look at, if it wasn't so good to see him doing something on Marvel again, it, yeah. Yeah. Zach, let me guess. Oh, well, you know, I think I might surprise you a little really? bit. I love the Clone Saga, but uh, to me, where where Spider Man, where my Spider Man kind of came of age was after the Clone Saga. And when I when uh, Mackie got a hold of it, that some of that stuff after Clone was good. Yeah, the 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 period between the Clone Saga and the reboot was awesome. But mm-hmm. like the lead up to the reboot was when it just started just started to descend into crap. I mean, oh, like the that was some of five. Yes, oh, I got a letter. I mean, gathering the, the, the final did? chapter. Yeah, I think. What, in, what uh, issue? It was like the one of the sensational ones with um, Osborne on the cover. Uh, oh Norman yeah, in the suit, and it's like a black cover. I think that was it's the issue uh, thirty-three. You should yeah. take a picture of that, put it in the Facebook group. I'd love to read it. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll definitely cool. do that. Uh, but yeah, that that period when like Norman bought the bugle and him and Jonah are constantly at odds with each yeah. other. And Norman was being a magnificent bastard. Um, well, when is there a time a, when Norman wasn't a magnificent bastard? Well, uh, even uh, I, just the smugness because he because <laughs> he knew because he felt like he was so untouchable, and and the resolution of that was so awful. Oh, was that? that and that was also the era where they had the um, where where the the quote identity crisis, not the DC one, but the one where where yes, where Slingers came uh, out of out of that. Yeah, you had you had. The, Peter becoming uh, the Hornet, Prodigy, Ricochet, and uh, which I which back back when I was a kid I called it Rio Chit I think is how I was pronouncing it. <laughs> uh, that was the Olympics, wasn't it? What is that? Yeah. Not surprise me. Rio Chit, yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> come on, that was funny, people. <laughs> uh, what was the other? Oh, what was the other one? Oh, Dusk. Dusk. Yeah, Dusk. 
you know, I mean, that was also during the time of the How- the Howard Mackey, J.R. J. Jr., um, really street-level Spider-Man, Peter Parker Spider-Man. Uh, you had... Uh, Wait a minute, uh, was that the, the Joey Z time period? No. Uh, yes. Joey yes. Yeah. That was some good stuff. <laughs> like, that started during the Clone Saga, because we're, we're kind of getting to that in the Clone Saga Chronicles. But then, like, it, it, it followed through the rest of the Clone Saga up to, like, that... The, I think the last great issue by Mackey was the one where uh, Peter and Peter and Norman are in the elevator because Nitro shows up and tries to kill Norman and they're stuck in the elevator. Yeah. Jerry, you remember, remember that one? That, uh, yes, I do. Wasn't Betty uh, in there also? Yes. Betty was knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. Bet- Betty really would have killed that. all of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if Betty were conscious, they would have all died. But, uh, um, let's see. And then uh, you had, uh, Dimitea- yeah, Dimitaeus and, and, uh, Luke Ross on Sp- spectacular. Um, Joe Bennett, who was doesn't get a lot of love, but he wasn't bad as an artist for Amazing. And then you had uh, Mike Ringo and and Dodd Dezago, which was just pure fun. There was there was elements to every single book, and you and you felt like even though they might be all interconnected every once in a while, they all had their style. So if you didn't like a book, say you like the fun of Sensational, you you, you keep that. If you don't like that, you can go check over Spectacular where you get. Some more uh, psychological driven stuff. It's and then you got the street level stuff with uh, which for me I don't understand because there were what four books a month or yes or, there was five actually was, you had to unlimited, they had yeah. the unlimited yeah and oh, so yeah. you you had a different flavor of Spider Man every week but now with Spider Gwen Spider Woman Silk Miles Peter it just that feels like too much for some reason. Like it's I diluted agree. versus before when it was just one guy every week. It didn't feel that way to me at all. Well, that's because you're. That's because a lot of these other books. I mean, they're they're basically they're variations of Spider-Man, not Spider-Man himself. And I think maybe that could be part. Of, maybe that's part of the reason. Like maybe it's like if you have, oh, if you have too much of a, if you have too many characters who are similar to each other, even though they're different. And I think that's that's. I wonder if there were yeah. four Spider-Man books with just Spider-Man in it, if it would sell better than say Silk, uh, Spider Gwen, uh, etc. I think you can take those characters and do an anthology book, mm-hmm. um, where you have different story arcs with different characters. But to me, I don't think I, I don't think you can support those series necessarily. I want a spi- a second a B Spider Man title. Mm. Because you want Spectacular Spider Man. I back. do. I want that mm-hmm. book back. Uh, to me, Just I, the so fact you can that have two two uh, two flavors of Spider Man. Like yeah yeah I. Because remember, uh, Peter Parker Spider Man by Paul Jenkins was better than Amazing at some point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When Mackie it, it was writing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was, was even like better 2000? than so. Yeah, around yeah, yeah, around yeah. It gave us a readable Spider-Man at that time. It was our it was our refuge. Exactly. Well, Javi, anything so. else you want to say? We got one more caller in the green room. We need. I to know that was it. It was good to chat with you. All guys. right, man. Thank All right. you for being with the site for so long and since day one. It sounds like. Yeah, it was yeah. good to hear from you, Javi. Yeah, no doubt. And, and and I think you're welcome back anytime. Yes, sir. Yep. Well, thank you. All right, man. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Javi. All right, Bye. All right, we've got one more. Did we get Ashley on that? I'm gonna I'm gonna run to the bathroom what? real quick. I'll be right back. Yeah, she said, we talk? she said spectacular. She said spectacular okay. Spider Man cartoon. Yeah, I was okay. yeah I was thinking the cartoon. I keep forgetting okay. that there is the spectacular Spider Man comics as well. Well, right. and the thing the funny thing is, I mean, you could totally, I mean, yeah, you you could easily bring in a spectacular Spider Man uh, title nowadays. I mean, 
And I don't think any, I mean, but the only reason, remember, the only reason that we have Amazing Spider-Man because it's because of Brand New Day and they had to, when it was coming out three times a month because they figured, oh, well, only Amazing Spider-Man sells, but. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of the, the blessing and the curse of having Amazing Spider-Man. Alex, uh, Alex, what's going on? You're our last caller. Thanks for holding on so long. No, it's no problem. I asked to uh, stay in the chat room so I could, well, you know, chat. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> left. Then you were chatting with yourself, and then you're chatting with your boss. <laughs> yeah. For those that don't know, uh, uh, Al and I, uh, Al does a lot of stuff on Spy Dash, dude, and I appreciate all his contributions. Uh, Alex, where are you calling from? Uh, London, England, same as last year, Brad. Well done there. I've, I've taught you well, Padwan. Nice. <laughs> so, Alex, how long have you been listening to the show? Uh, since 2012. 2012. And the website, how long have you been coming to the site? Um, uh, late 2012. I uh, joined the message board sort of November-ish. Okay. Just, just in time for uh, Superior to start and for me to hate life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is not opinionated yeah, on anything. Th- was 2012 when you first got into Spider-Man? No, 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 okay, no, no. Spider- Spider-Man goes back practically all my life, but I didn't discover the crawl space till uh, just 2012. When uh, when did you? When was your era that you started with Spider-Man? Um, that's, that's a bit weird. I started reading in 2001, but they were UK reprints, so they were like from 1996, 1997. Mm, okay. So, uh, uh, why I'm laughing? What's wrong, Zach? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm laughing because he started during his, his his beginnings were the Clone Saga. Uh, gotcha. uh, my my fir- the first story I remember reading from start to finish, cover to cover, was literally Revelations Part One. So it was like, uh, it, oh wow! It's the very end of the clone saga. Well, that was the best part. <laughs> it was a really good. It issue. actually was a good story, and it, it ended a uh, uh, overbloated storyline. I thought so. I, I that it, I liked Revelations. Revelations was um, it's an underrated story in my opinion. It, it's uh, tarnished by the the taint of the crawl uh, the crawl space the clone saga. <laughs> yeah. Well, it 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 ended it ended the story as best as it could. Yeah, I give you that. I give you mm-hmm. that. So, um, how, how do you listen to the show? I've been asking everybody, what do you, do you drive with us? What do you do? Um, basically I load up on my MP3 and when I used to work for my family business, I did a lot of driving. So I saved it up there, but before that it was just basically just took it around with me doing whatever I want on the train, eating, whatever. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Do you have a favorite episode? Um, there was one where I think you were discussing the lizard's lab coat or something and the ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, the start of that, and <laughs> ripping it to shreds, and I felt intense solidarity. <laughs> I remember that. We were talking about if the lizard's going to have the lab coat in the movie. Uh, so I think that that's probably my favorite episode. That's funny. That's funny. Not the Stanley episode, the one where we listened to. <laughs> we talked about the lab coat. That's awesome. That's What's your question, sir? Um, I'll go for a relatively simple one. Uh, this yep. is just for this is just for anyone. What do you think is the most overrated uh, Spider-Man run and underrated Spider-Man run before One More Day? Let's have Jr. answer this. I, I think Jr. needs needs a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was doing just fine trolling. No, I like. <laughs> 
Well, while we were enjoying your trolling, we also would like for you to have our, you know. Yeah, go ahead, JR. What's the mo- what is it, the most overrated and the most underrated? The, the, the most overrated Spider-Man run and the most underrated Spider-Man run before One More Day. Okay. <laughs> Boy, you know, I hate to say this because it's almost blasphemous. Um, you know, I mean, I think in a way Stan's run mm. only because when you look back at it now, you see how dated it is. But that's not really – in a way, it's not really fair. It was very much a product of its time. Uh, let's see. Golly, gee whiz. You know what? I mean, was I always – Was that overrated? Was that, huh? the most, was that the most overrated run you were talking <laughs> well, about? Well, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think. I, I, like I said, I was I started to back off because that just seemed so blasphemous. It seemed so distasteful as it rolled out of my mouth. I, uh, <laughs> uh, overrated. Well, you know hmm, – boy. You know – Straczynski's run wasn't that strong, really, in in many ways. I mean, he had some good stories, but he never seemed. Oh no, no, no! I oh, there I know, I know why this this is kind of blasphemous. Paul Jenkins. Mm, I would. Oh agree. wow! I Paul would Jenkins. completely agree. Wow! <laughs> he did have some good ones, but he did he have had some, good yeah. one shots. Yeah. But whenever he tried to do a store a, a multi part story, the Queen. Well, oh. no, not just. Oh yeah. But uh, it, it, they just never, the they, they never uh, the, the really panned out. And anytime he created to create a new character, you know, there was typeface and the oh, virus, yeah. you know, it's so, yeah, I would probably say that's the most. And then his spectacular just really never. Took. No, I agree. Uh, you know, I, five, I think five part venom was was had uh, a decent idea, but it was awful. Uh, it ended it, 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 it terribly because, well, one, it wasn't helped by that atrocious art. Um, but, you know, I mean, Eddie Brock really should have died then. I mean, if you're going to do that, I mean, where he's got cancer, you know, and he's trying to make peace with Spider-Man. And, you know, he's literally minutes away from dying. You feel cheated when he doesn't die. Yeah, so, but it, anyway, I would say that that probably is the most overrated, even though I agree with the fact that Jenkins was the, you know, kind of our, um, uh, you know, <laughs> refuge in a truly awful period. Jenkins' For, strengths came in the stuff that he did with the interpersonal stuff with the characters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, you know, like Aunt May, there were some good Aunt May stories in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it reminded us of, of who Peter was. And I remember at the time, a lot of people were bitching. I, I say a lot. There was a few people that were bitching uh, because his Peter was morose. This was literally after Mary Jane had died. Yeah. 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 And I remember yeah. uh, on comic boards, Paul Jenkins used to come by and talk to people. And, uh, and, you know, they were like, well, he's too morose. He's not making quips and everything. And Jenkins was like, I'm writing him as he should be right now. He's a widower. Mm-hmm. There's nothing mm-hmm. in him that's happy. He, he tried stand-up comedy even. Yeah. And, and then wound up, uh, remember, like uh, crying uh, at, yeah. like, at Uncle Ben's grave talking about, you know, how effed up everything was. I mean, yeah. it was, you know, he, he, he made the character human at a time when Mackie was burned out. And Mackie was just doing generalized over-the-top crap. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of I, I, I hate think, to say that it was overrated, but in a way, because I did like it. But you know, there were he had a number of clunkers. Underrated. What do you think? Uh, underrated boy. I've got an answer for it. I want to see if it's the same as you. What you? I said. know what Brad's going to say. Oh. What is Brad going to say? Let me hear it. You're going to say Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> no, I think we, I, I, you know, underrated is, I mean, I think we, when we, every, we talk about that, we generally like it, don't we? I mean, yes. Uh, 
wish he had stayed on longer. Um, you know, same with Peter David at the time. It was like they had a decent writing staff and then fired them all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, uh, he's, he's, he's a, a playwright. So he probably, you know, that's probably where he prefers to be anyway. Underrated. I want to uh, see Marv Wolfman's was, was good, but it didn't last very long. It didn't last near long enough, but I don't know if that qualifies as underrated. Maybe Mantlo, I guess. I was thinking Matt Bill Mantlo too. Yeah. I, maybe, maybe Mantlo because, uh, you know, he's, he's no longer able to speak for himself. Mm-hmm. So he really can't talk about his run, you know, and you, you can't, you know, you just, you know, like all these other writers, you can, you can go back to like why they thought, why they did certain things or where they got their ideas or something like that. But, you know, I like Mantlow's run. So he did some of the best Dr. Octopus stuff back in the day. Yeah, I agree. That Al Octopus war is epic. Yes. I I would say he's underrated because he's largely forgotten because I wouldn't say largely forgotten, but he's just unlike a lot of the other creators, he's simply not able to, to talk about his, his time anymore than in, you know, keep it out there. Three, uh, three people that I think are underrated, which are artists. Uh, we just mentioned it. Ross Andrew, I think, is very underrated. Yep. No, you don't ever hear anybody talking about him. I agree. Um, also, he didn't have much to work with, but what he did, I thought was great. Uh, Alex Savick, I like mm-hmm. Alex Savick stuff. I just looked at his Parallel Lives. I'm getting ready to read that again. Uh, with, with Jerry good, Conway, like that. I I have a commission by him. I love his Mary Jane. He can draw a, a Mary Jane as good, nearly as good as Ramita Senior. Didn't he do that? Remember Brad when we did Friday Night Fights and we did that one from Webb when it was like uh, Hobgoblin. Go, no, it was like Goliath. And remember those? It was uh, the Axe uh, of Vengeance. Axe of Vengeance too. Wasn't didn't he? Wasn't he yep. the one that drew that? Yeah, it was him. Yeah, Under, he was. underrated. And he's still drawing Spider Man. He inks the daily comic strip and he he pencils the Sundays. Still going strong. Also, someone which is one of my favorites, who we interviewed on this podcast, Sal Buscema, does not get enough love. No, he doesn't. No, uh, loves love Sal Buscema. I mean, he, you know, you, you talk about people that fit uh, certain writers. I always thought Mark Buckingham on with Jenkins was always that was always. Jenkins wheelhouse. Anytime Bucky did anything, yeah. uh, he was, he was the guy that brought the best out of Jenkins writing. Yeah. Um, Sal had the unique ability that he brought out the best in nearly anybody's writing. He had that bombastic style, yeah. you know, towards the end of his, with the exception when he was inked by son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was, I was about to, I was about to mention that. Sinkevich was one of those that, um, He's one of those anchors where it stops being the whoever the penciler is and starts being Sinkevich. Yeah. Sinkevich. Uh, I don't know. I don't know whose idea it was. Uh, probably Danny Fingeroffs. Yeah. Mm. Because Sinkevich was such a hot name at the time to pair him with Sal. But it, when you're seeing, especially when you read him in the trades or like when you read him in the uh, Marvel Unlimited, you're like, oh. I'm on an issue of Spectacular now. <laughs> it, it looks like vomit. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does. There were there it, were it, so that, many times. That, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you. No, no, I said what I said. No, there were so many times, though, back then when uh, uh, Sal was on Spectacular, mm-hmm. and Spectacular was better than what was happening in Amazing. Yep. Yeah. There was and a that, lot of yes. times when it was like that. Like that uh, Harry Osborne leading yeah. up to 200. Mm-hmm. The Harry Osborne stuff, the Tombstone stuff. Oh, the yep. t- yes. With Robbie. The Conway 
yeah. Uh, the stuff with uh, with Vermin that Jr. loves so much. No. <laughs> oh yeah. Actually, I don't think that was Basim. I think that was a different. Basima did a lot of. I know he did some of it, but who didn't somebody else do it originally? Mike Zek um, did Craven's Last Hunt, and then um, Sal Buscema did the follow-up stories with Dematicism. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with the child within, and also the, all, a lot of that Death stuff. Of, um, that was my exposure with Basima. Actually, was actually the spectacular Spider-Man comics. Mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah, that that when he was inking his own stuff, he was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's a shame Great that has been collected, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, any, and it's funny because you, I remember Ron Friends saying this on this very podcast that uh, Ron Friends always leaves a panel to where. Uh, he makes Sal draw the entire panel, <laughs> you know, just so that way go ahead, he can man. continue. Just that was so that way he can continue doing some sort of penciling. I'm, I'm going to say something now that we we haven't really said before. That but the more I think about, it, probably should be said. Um, Ramita, you know, of course, Ramita Junior and Ramita Senior have have storied, you know, legacies and uh, on uh, on Amazing Spider-Man or, or with Spider-Man in general. But I, I really do think that Sal's work that he did on Spectacular it stands up j- to be just as noteworthy as John Ramita Junior stuff did. Oh yeah, their styles are completely different, but uh, but they're, I mean, they're both very strong. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. uh, Sal Buscema's art, unfortunately, in the in the modern day, is sort of seen as either a bit too difficult to get into, not mainstream enough, which is why a lot of people don't know about it. But when you do like take a closer look at it and you sort of read enough to get used to it, you see the genius behind it, like the way mm-hmm. he just lays everything yeah. out, the symmetry he puts in it. It's, an, it's really genius work. His fight scenes were so powerful. Yes, yeah. yes, yep. they really yeah. were. I remember when he started on spec, I was excited because I I really enjoyed his stuff on the Hulk uh, right. back yeah. in the 80s. And leading up to, I guess it was like up to issue 300, I think that's when Sal ended, uh, or no, he went into he went into the crossroads. Yeah, he, Sal. He. Uh, oh, sorry, you're talking about the Hulk. I thought you were yeah, the about Hulk. But yeah, I love you know, Sal. I, and he had such a long run on Spectacular. Nobody talks about it. Everybody talks okay. about the length of the yeah. later runs. Mm-hmm. And they should, talk about Bendis and Bagley, but they don't talk about Sal Buscema. Even that should those. be its own omnibus. There should be a Sal Buscema yeah. omnibus. They've stopped. They've stopped. You have to get two or three collections because there's over there's an IDW uh, Buscema Hulk book. I know. There's a lot of it collected in the recent uh, Tombstone trade, and they're going to do a second Tombstone trade as well. Oh, that's right. That's right. They are getting. They are bringing like the. Um, they are bringing. I think it was a trade that they were coming out with all that stuff in it. I think it was yeah. actually. I think no, they like the Tombstone's first appearance. I think wasn't it? Yeah, was so they, it's, it's already out. It's already. Oh, out. it's already out now. It's yeah, got, it's got it's got that Tombstone fight that I think years ago uh, George covered on Friday Night Fights yeah. when it was a text thing. It's got that in it, and it's got uh, it's, it's mo- you know most of the Robbie stuff in there. Yeah, so that's good. That stuff was so so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Israel, and I, I'm glad to see it because you know, and I know Sal's retired, but uh, he gets he gets royalties from that, and, yeah. uh-huh. and he deserves everything in the best, and and he's such a great guy. Uh, that was probably there were so many great interviews that Brad's done over the oh, years, yeah. but I think yeah. that that is definitely the high mark. Yeah, yeah we we mentioned things. this on another call uh, earlier. Um, Alex, uh, if you haven't heard that podcast, you should go back to the one that Zach I, just. I, I, I've heard all the podcasts. Don't worry. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> that really is like one of like the hallmarks, I think, of like the, yeah. the podcast. I agree. That was the that was a big trilogy episode. I remember when I first got to that, I was like, uh, I sort of binged it because mm-hmm. because cool. of the quality of it. Do you have uh, along with that one any other favorites over the years? Um, it's more like uh, there there are moments. <laughs> 
uh, scattered throughout that I like. Most of them on uh, Hornus X, Lovely Fred. Yes. I remember there was like one that you did, which was like a, a big summation of the what, what the D, what the new Fifty Two was doing when it first sort of when it first started and like why <laughs> why it was so yeah. stupid. It was like again, it's like solidarity felt. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was that was a really hard San Diego Comic Con to go to in retrospect because I was inundated with New Fifty Two crap <laughs> the whole time. It's all right; they fixed they fixed most of it now. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. The, DC Rebirth. We're years, really sorry. Yeah, <laughs> fixed everything. Alex, like any that. other questions? What do you got? Um, I got another short. I, I have another okay. one, but I think it's too long. I'll do it another time. But this okay. one's uh, just for Ashley. Um, okay. Well, let's go ahead and do it now. Sorry? No, he said he had he had one that's too long, but he's got one for Ashley now. Oh, I thought you meant like it, the one for Ashley was the one that's too long. I'm like, what? That, no, hey, she doesn't it, care. She's here. No, the, <laughs> other, the other I'm one, here. the other one's like a big question about someone's entire career and stuff. Is like, is too long for the end of the show. Oh, I got you. Okay. Got you. It's fine. So Ashley, if you were writing a Black Cat ongoing series and you had absolute free reign to do whatever you wanted. You know, you don't have to use her as a criminal as she is now. You, you you can have her remember who Spider-Man is. You can do anything you want with it. What would you do? Oh, my goodness. Well, Ashley's such a fan of her being a criminal now. I, that's, <laughs> because I'm okay with how it where it's going right now doesn't mean that's where I would steer it if I were in control. <laughs> um, I would want to go through her piecing back together who Peter Parker is and what he means to her and recovering those I don't know like erased memories just during the whole brand new day or one more day arc I would just want to I don't know see her getting those memories back and recovering you know who she used to be and getting that I don't know that's just that was when I liked her the most. She could do that because she's a private investigator as well. Now I think. Yes, about that'd be amazing. And if she went through and like went through and dug up all the clues and researched it, and it'd be and so amazing Peter just to see her finding herself again. And then at the end, maybe in the ultimate, you know, act of 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 you know acknowledging their their shared past she sacrifices herself uh, to, to, to save peter and, and what a, what an what what a beautiful way to to send the character out no <laughs> they, they they drop hey, her off hey. a bridge and she doesn't she doesn't land on her feet yeah george is off the book <laughs> wow the ultimate end of that the ultimate end of that story would be her slapping him and like saying, Why the hell did you let me not remember this for five years or whatever the hell it was? Yeah. That too. Uh, whilst we were in the hotel room, goddammit. <laughs> Let's go have a bath. <laughs> no, Brad, you just want Brad to be the, the milk bath. Go. Me and the milk Brad bath the hotel, yeah. All right, Alex, anything else? Uh no, I'll save the other question for another. All right, time. man. I appreciate you calling. Yeah, thanks, Alex. Thanks, Alex. Bye. Happy ten years, by the way. All right, thank you, thank sir. You. Thank you. Good night. Night. All right, gang, that is a wrap up. We didn't have too many technical problems, and all the colors were awesome. Yes, they were. That was we really. A, this was a very strong. It really was. Yeah. I'm glad. I, you know, I, I I made fun of you, Brad, for the, you always for do. Time, which I, yeah, I mean it's Tuesday. It's actually Friday. It's actually um, <laughs> Saturday. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, it is Saturday. Then. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't become that, Sunday until midnight. That's it. Hap- it does like that every night. That's Lord, thirty minutes away hey, from somebody. You know, you know, George. I expected that from you, but uh, I got to say, you know, ten years, man. What a ride! No doubt, it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate you, all you guys uh, have been on the ride with me, and, and all the ones that have come and gone and, and are still here. Thank you for joining the ride with me. I think it's a lot of fun still to talk Spider-Man with a bunch of friends. And evidently, the friends are all around the world now. So, 10 years. A lot of international callers. That was, mm-hmm. There was more international callers than there were uh, local. Stateside. Mm-hmm. We always have a, a good bunch of international calls. That's very, yep. very cool. We, we usually have a, a lot. A good sampling from around the world. Yeah. All right. We're going to go around final thoughts on this anniversary show and then wrap it up and we'll plan our 20th anniversary. Good Lord. Uh, Mike, final thoughts. Well, again, happy 10 years, guys. Yeah. Um, I know I probably was one of the, you know, and they also for, you know, do everything, Brad, for uh, thanks for, for doing all what you do and for trying to bring all um, Spider-Man fan aficionados together like this so that we can talk Spider-Man. Yeah. And and that we can ha- and then have a shared sense of like uh, community and um, about you know about you know and for a- actually having some of, of an impact on you know in some maybe in small ways but that's very cool. and and let's we go and let's go for another let's go for another ten shall we there you go <laughs> Ashley final thoughts sorry for all the black cat death talk <laughs> <laughs> she's weeping over there in the corner yeah. like you know she's drawing pictures Jack and, you know I'll like take Jack. my composure for the end of the show she's yeah. drawing little pictures of me dying in different ways <laughs> <laughs> unfortunate ways for George to die it's gonna be she, a coffee table book she's gonna smack us with that new wedding ring or a new engagement ring yeah yes. <laughs> and congratulations I know, um, congrats to everyone I know I've only been here a fraction of the time but um from the first episode, I just felt very warmly received, and everyone's become such a good friend of mine. Yeah. And um, just thanks, everyone, for everything you contribute. And you have fans around the world, Ashley. What do you think of that? Oh, <laughs> I need to, like, start doing my glamour shots. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, and JR, final thoughts, sir. Ten years, my friend. Oh, what a long, strange trip it has been. Isn't it? Uh, I, God, there's, there's almost no way I can sum it up. I mean, uh, I suppose I should credit you really for even keeping me in. If it wasn't for this, this show, I'm not even so sure I'd be reading it anymore. I mean, it's been that. A lot of us feel that same way. You know, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's kept, uh, I mean, for example, I mean, George and I used to work together and, you know, the podcast kind of, we wound up in each other's orbits again as a result of, of this. And, uh, are you saying it's destiny? Uh, I, 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 I think fate more than destiny <laughs> or misery. One uh, or the other, oh. but, uh, now I know, you know, I had a chance to meet a lot of other people and, uh, just, uh, it's, it's, I don't know, 10 years. I mean, you know, of course then you know, all you guys say, Oh, 10 more, 10 more. It's like, shit, I'll be dead. No, you, <laughs> oh, no, you won't. there's a good chance. Jar and I will both be dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. But um, it, no, it's, 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 I'm, I'm very grateful to have been part of it all this time, and uh, yeah. and thank you for well, basically for financing this whole thing. So mm-hmm. and and the listeners for financing it too. So uh, it's amazing to hear so many people from around the world. I, I just never stop getting a kick out of it. Uh, that's just so cool. And we have George with your final thoughts. Well, it's it's hard for me to believe it's been this long. Yeah. You know, because it, it seems like yesterday I can still remember 
uh, getting on to the you know the the crawl space message board and making an account and saying hi to Jr. and talking about you know the awfulness of one more day, which had the news had just leaked. I uh, somebody had like printed a picture from Wizard that hadn't hit the stands yet or something like that, mm-hmm. or they're talking about it. And uh, just to think of how how everything that's happened between then, and you know. I, I'm in the same boat as Jr. I would not be reading this if it weren't for the podcast. Um, you know, Spider-Man is the most important comic book character to me, and he's been mishandled now for so so long. And every month, this this group is like a it's almost like therapy <laughs> podcast. It's yeah. like a support group. You remember when? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And but I mean, but we still have hope every month that it'll get better. We, we really hold out do. Hope that, yeah, and in that time, we also we talk about the celebrated past. Yeah, we do spider history. Which is always fun and engaging and, and, and humorous, even when Jr. gets the quotes all wrong. <laughs> um, and you know, we do the we do the uh, the Friday night fight stuff, which which yeah. is is a lot of fun, and it, it gives us a chance to explore periods where Spider Man was hitting on all cylinders. Yeah. Um, so you know, you know, we get a we get a rap for being you know so negative all the time, and of course that's going to be our reaction when the current stuff that's you know being put out there is complete crap. And we, we praise it when it's good. We, we do. When it's good, we point it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is it's more often than not, it's not good. Yeah. And it misses the mark. And we're not one of these podcasts that are going to kiss ass. We're not one of these uh, fan sites that are, that are going to kiss ass. We're going to say exactly what we, what we feel and what we mean, and we're going to back that up. And, and it's funny to me because every, every you know, hater iTunes review that you get from us or, the, or that you know, people put on our, on our iTunes reviews – so many of them make the same point. They're like, you know, these guys are all negative. Just stop reading it if you have it, if you don't like it, yada, yada. Oh, but they actually know what they're talking about. <laughs> they often, that's, they that's often do say that, yeah. That's a recurring theme. It's like, oh, they're too negative, they're too negative, but goddamn, do they know their history. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and so that's, I don't know, it's been, it's been a really fun time being on here despite how awful things are now for Spidey. Uh, and so I, I want to say thank you to um, to all the folks on on the cast now, and uh, yeah. uh, thank you to uh, the folks used to be on here, um, and and that you know a lot of them you know that we miss, and mm-hmm. and also to, to at the end of the day to Brad who makes it all possible, oh. you know good good job. I remember that one iTunes review that was like nice try. Oh yeah, you know, and I was like, "How many years you been doing this now? How many episodes?" Yeah, yeah, good, good try there, Douglas. Really <laughs> I'll get good. it within the next ten years. Really good try, but no, I mean, uh, ten years—it's uh, amazing to me. Literally, yeah. And you started with me, Zach. You get the last word, sir. I appreciate it. Um, this kind of feels like to me what the crawl space means to me. Um, and there's so many emotions that come with this sh- this show. And how how different my life has been, and how much how this, much the same in my life has been. But without this show, there would not be a spidey-dude.com. Without this show, there would not be a Cold Saga Chronicles. Without this community, there would not be the amount of friends that I have. Um, uh, with that were both on and off the show, um, I wouldn't have had this closeness, this community. Uh, still, one of the most grateful things that I've ever received was a text message from JR when my sister passed away. Mm. Um, you know, I, wow. I, I, I was so... Because JR, we never talk. Like, I expected it from George because, you know, we're Texans. We guess stick together. <laughs> um, 
But, you know, I expected it from Brad, but, but like, when JR said that, I, I was just kind of floored. I was like, oh, well, you know, I, I talk to you every month, but I don't really talk to you, JR. And I've learned so much about Spider-Man. I've, I've grown as a podcaster. I've grown to where I've got now three different podcasts that I'm a part of. I'm, I'm trying to be Michael Bailey, but I'm <laughs> somewhat being successful. Um, you know, I, I've gotten to know this giant community that never, I never knew existed before. And we've, we, I think we've developed one that, um, the message board isn't what it was five years ago, but it still has so many people that I know on my Facebook through social media and stuff like that, that I, I, I talk to on a semi-regular basis. So to, to you, Brad, I, I sincerely appreciate you one putting up with my ass. <laughs> And the rest of my body too. Uh, but, Whoa! Uh, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah, we got to end on one. Yeah, we got to end on one. But uh, I really, again, you have uh, your patience with me. Sometimes worth them, but you stuck it out, and uh, I appreciate it, Brad. I appreciate you, and I appreciate this site. So oh, thank that's you. That's awesome. All right, gang, let's put a bow on it and put it I'm, online. I'm shedding. I'm shedding tears of joy right there now. There you go. <laughs> 